0: want to watch they don't want to watch you play Fortnite. i'm sorry to tell you yeah. they don't you know and someone who wants to watch a really cute girl licking a microphone doing asmr they're not looking dude, for asmr someone. come
1: up dude yeah they're not,
0: they're not looking for that was, fights, ain't dude.
2: nobody gonna watch me play darksiders genesis <laughs> when they got asmr chicks looking when you got somebody when you, you got, not got not somebody
3: when you got somebody no, tapping a it. cup next to a microphone uh, for the sound it makes, dude, that ain't your viewership.
1: Welcome to episode two fifty of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. We have a little party going on. Hey. I'm Felix Hergood. And then
4: I'm Trip Zero. You know you didn't plan this out much. I didn't plan this out. We have a lot of people on the show with us tonight. We have our four Felix Hergood, I'm Trip Zero. Neo Yoshi, say hello. So Lock and Key is here as well. What's going on? We're here with special guests Diamond Jab and Estheribs, people you know and love, been on the show before, guys. Thank you for being here. Diamond Jab, say hello. Hey, what's going on? And Estheribs, say hello. <laughs> Look it's at true. you, just
3: taking taking the reins of the intro. I just <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> I, feel I like need. I I'm gonna let you, to like to you finish, it. but uh, <laughs> all I could see <laughs> before you took control in that micro moment was how out of control this was going to get. You, did you he Kanye me? So he Kanye'd
4: me. i to let you finish.
3: Um, <laughs> that was great. It, Taylor Swift? would have. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a girl. Kanye if you if you had a problem with it, but you seem to really just <laughs> you were glad <laughs> you to pass <laughs> the to torch over to somebody else. I'm perfectly
1: fine. Yeah, but for the show for 250, uh, we weren't. We're not necessarily doing news. We're not going to do like half the show news. We're literally going to do. A full show of just uh, chatting with friends and enjoying the connectivity that we get from being able to speak with other humans.
4: Just vibing, honestly.
1: You know, because we're in the midst of coronavirus, and this is like our sixth, fifth, or sixth show that we've done uh, completely in isolation from each other. So I I think it's good to like, you know, business as
3: usual for me with friends. Complete. Complete isolation is is such a dramatic, such a dramatic term. Wait, wait, <laughs> so wait, 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 wait,
0: wait for it, wait for it. Ah, now it's a
3: problem. Oh, there, it okay. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Dude, 2020 is is really shaping up to be um the most absurd year of. Did you guys um, hear about the, uh, the murder hornets? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I heard about those? Yeah, yeah wait, man. It's, it's May, and there's bees that exist that will kill you if you're stung enough times, like a, a normal person that's not allergic. But
0: the bigger threat isn't actually to us. They kill little bees. They kill the important bees. Yep. And bees are
3: really I mean, special. I know what you're saying is right. Yeah. But all I can think about is is that if I encounter one, I'm not going to know how to handle myself and it may sting me enough times to kill me. They'll kill
4: all the bees. Then they'll come after us.
0: I might just start carrying a tennis racket.
3: I heard. And then we also have we also have in in Philadelphia, we have these uh, spotted spotted lantern flies. Which are taking over. Have you guys heard of that? Have you guys seen happened? any
0: of them around in a while? Oh, ago? yeah. I, feel like I don't see them anymore.
3: I've, not I, I haven't they seen any. Killed by the well, they, they might not be back out this season yet, but right. they'll be back. I don't know they're here. Season. Yeah. They're here to stay. Um, yeah. and I mean, I, I don't go to, my, obviously, I'm not going to work anymore, but my, my corporate campus has a bunch of them like everywhere. And people, mm. when this happened last year, they were just, there was a Slack channel of people just. Taking care of these spotted lantern flies. Yeah, there was a huge uh, movement
5: of like just murder these things and let them. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And
1: then yeah, I heard. And
3: then now, we, the, and now uh, what we get is murder bees. Yeah. So because we couldn't be kind to one insect, now we get ones that can kill us. So I, that's I what we get for twenty twenty.
1: That there is a type of of counter bee that can counter the effects of the a murder counterbee? bee. It's What's a bee? the counter bee? I, I don't know the name of it, but it's a bee that <laughs> also also exists. Yeah. In uh, in wherever these originate from, the murder bees, and mm-hmm. we can introduce them into our society, and they will fight back. Fight so we're murder. just going to be in the
4: witness of what a bee back. What if we bred
1: our Mother, own bees? Mother nature is balancing society
3: better than destiny so, to balance their game. So, so um, in this in this uh, in this Buzzfeed article you read about this because there's no, no way in Buzzfeed. hell you didn't read about about bees battling one another. It wasn't a Buzzfeed article. Um, I is didn't there read any about negative? I just heard. about that. Is there any negative repercussions from introducing the um, the secondary bees?
1: Fuck yeah! Global warming it sounds, like a, it sounds coronavirus, coronavirus. Global warming. All these things, uh, all these things, can yeah. be introduced and caused. It sounds it like the premise. Introduce the secondary murder
5: bees. You have to introduce a third insect to fight tertiary those. Tertiary, yeah, bees.
3: yeah, moth. It's Here an exploration areas. that you just can't end. Good. Right, moth. It sound, literally sounds like the start of the next Sharknado series for about, sci-fi. You're talking about, what,
1: the Italian rule from uh, The Untouchables, where he's like, you uh, you bring a knife, I bring a gun. <laughs> you bring a gun, Seriously. I bring more guns. <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah.
3: Where, where does it end?
1: <laughs> I, I wish I remembered yeah. that quote. That was a good
3: quote. Um, but yes, for, for this episode, we wanted to just hang out and, and catch up and, and chat. Um because 2020 has has been isolating for us all um it's a good way for us to connect and, and chat with one another um so where do you guys want to where do you guys want to go first you want to catch up on what we've been up to personally each of us
1: yeah our start with
3: our guests start with the guests let's let's go uh, i'm gonna go with who's above me first just because it's the easiest well actually nobody is above you not <laughs> above me above nobody me on, above on me. my <laughs> screen <laughs> above me on my screen um but let's go with let's go <laughs> with diamond <laughs> jab Let's start. Let's right. start with uh, with Diamond Jab, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. So, what do you yeah. what have you been up to, Diamond?
2: Yeah. So it's been a it's been a a fun quarantine kind of situation for me, job wise. I'm, I'm I get to stay at home, so nothing really wrong with the situation here. Um, but it's been an interesting season. You guys always know that anytime I'm on the channel, I'm always playing something like a little weird and and, and interesting that not a lot of people have played. And uh, I I had it for my youtube videos but i stumbled upon airship syndicate as a developer um who ended up doing darksiders genesis which ended up being one of my favorite games to kind of stumble upon um and it really kind of revitalized my belief that the series was alive because for a period of time it wasn't um after thq kind of went under there was no support for that ip in particular um but i've also uh, looked at a couple of the other games that they've done since they started as a company. They did a game uh, called Battle Chasers, which is apparently based on a comic series I had never heard of before.
1: Yep, I, um, have I actually which, have
2: it. Yeah, so I ended up uh, playing it, and it's really interesting the way it presents itself. It's a, it's turn-based, but it's got a very modern aesthetic to it, a very modern style. Um, so I've really enjoyed kind of uh, distancing myself a bit from the big triple A's and kind of diving into, into primarily what my Nintendo switch has to offer. I'm I'm knee deep in, in that at the moment. Um, but in terms of everything else, it's been good, good for the channel. Uh, I've redone my office space a couple of times and, um, and the consistency has felt really good. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, with kind of, with what this quarantine has kind of given me a chance to, to spread the spotlight on a couple of different games that maybe I wouldn't have played with my previous schedule, so.
3: yeah, I think also for like for like you personally as a as a content creator, this has been a little bit of a blessing for you too to give you the the opportunity to invest a little bit more in your channel and your Twitch stream because you ha- now have the time where you're working from home, right? But you're not always having to be working from home. Like you have the flexibility of integrating, you know, more stream time, more YouTube content, which is which is awesome. Um, I know you yeah a lot into your YouTube channel.
2: Yeah, I've, I've always kind of said that the, the toughest part for any creator, regardless of where they are, is figuring out what their specific workflow looks like. That's typically the, the number one thing that stops a, a creator from hitting the next threshold of whatever they're doing. So if they want to do a YouTube video, it's how long is it going to take me to edit this video? If it takes me two days to do it, I'm not going to be able to release a video every week that I want to. How long does it take me to get the footage, to record my audio, to do whatever I need to do? So this time at least this period in particular is giving me the opportunity to figure out what that workflow looks like what succeeds what doesn't um i ended up looking at my numbers and figuring out i don't need to stream 5 days a week i don't even need to stream 4 days a week technically for the numbers that i'm 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 hitting at the moment which is really good but like being able to to see those things when i'm balancing work and my relationships and my stream you tend to, yeah. want to put an emphasis on one more than the other but now that i could take a step back and kind of breathe and see what's there i could figure out oh i don't need to do that and i can dedicate that time elsewhere great trip
4: i just want to comment on on something that you said diamond uh i'm sure a lot of us here know uh, the name ashney christ right uh one of the stream I coaches. a
0: dear friend of mine
4: yeah, yeah. um it is. never heard you know, really
3: I'm with yeah. you, Neo. It's okay. You don't have to be alone. I've never- uh, I
4: appreciate that. Um, her content <laughs> is how, like How to make content, right? Like she's mm-hmm. a stream coach. Uh, she's developing a, a network of people to help with stuff like that. But uh, it's funny that you said, Diamond, you've figured out you don't need to be streaming every single day. Cause one of the things that she talks about is, uh, is kind of the scarcity principle, like make yourself uh, a little bit harder to find more concentrated content. And it kind of like attracts people to kind of figure out where you're going to be live and to actually be there because you're not there every single day all the time when could just pop in. Obviously a big streamer can afford to do that because that's your livelihood. But if you're trying to like grow and get attention, uh, scarcity almost works better than being live all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Bye.
1: What's good. I've, I've I've locked the scarcity thing down. (laughs) <laughs> I got a lot of me time that I take care
2: of But there is, there is truth to that this, the idea that a lot of the growth experience is not about it, it's kind of opposite of what a lot of people might tell you which is like overflood the platforms with your content when in actuality if you do that like the perfectionist in me hates putting out stuff that, that feels unfinished or feels like I didn't put it through the ringer enough times to get it out there and so when I looked at the workflow, I came to the realization of going, okay, this is what I want my vocals to sound like, my background audio to sound like. This is what I want my scripts to, to, how I want them to be structured. What is the thesis statement? What is the outcome? Like, I'm able to experiment with these things and figure out what works and what doesn't so that I'm able to replicate that experience every week when I go to release a video or when I go to do a stream. Mm -hmm. Once all that is off the table, then you can kind of go, oh, perfect. I don't have to stream five days a week at peak viewing hour or do two streams a day, one in the morning, one in the evening. I can kind of go, yeah, I'm going to do two to three days. I'm going to bookend the week and just kind of refine what I want to do. It gives you a lot of flexibility, especially if you're doing like YouTube on the side. It's. Unless it's your job, there really is no reason why you should be streaming five days a week and doing YouTube. It just there's so much if you don't have an editor or some type of some type of support system around you to do it. So uh, the learning opportunity that stems from that is.
3: Well, I think I think anybody what they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to saturate. um, And at that point, they're they're burning themselves out and they're hurting their own content, you know, like, yeah. It, it then becomes a uh, not something that you're passionate about anymore. Like you, you turn your passion into something that you, you know, you don't want to do anymore because you're putting so much energy into it to, to try and show people your product that you end up hurting your product, you know, and at least in some cases, right? Not for everybody. Um, so I'm I'm glad that you're starting to see that balance for yourself and you're able to find some games that you might not have stumbled upon previously. Um, so that's pretty that's pretty awesome. Hey man, all I'm saying
2: is. You see, like Ramos of Donna is on sale on the Nintendo store. Just saying, that was the first game I brought to you guys. You could play it. There. I can't get a Switch.
3: Can't find a Switch anywhere, man.
2: That is true. I you ended gotta, up getting an idea, Switch. Like I had to pay an here. extra $40 for
3: one. Listen, an extra $900. I won't spend an extra $20 on a Switch. <laughs> I will buy that shit at retail value when one is available, dude. <laughs> I've went this long it without is. it, but uh, yeah. like literally, I can't even get a light. I can't even, like, Every every that's switch is sold out. I
2: paid I paid two eighty for a switch Lite. Mm.
3: Yeah, so like that's yeah. I I may end up caving and and doing it because I could probably find a switch Lite somewhere versus the the regular console. But I I just need to to. I really like the docking one.
1: station though. I really I, I don't do. think
3: I'll ever dock it personally. Like I really don't. Like what my use case for a switch would be would be for being able to game and not be isolated from my family, right? Like, yeah. and it's not going to be to p- playing on the TV. It's going to be because I'm going to be stream. playing on my handheld. And that's right. it. Yeah. Oh, so right. Sure. So for the for the streaming aspect of it, absolutely. Um You would need that. But yeah, I mean, for me, it would stop me from playing this godforsaken mobile game that I've played for the past six years, and I would play an actual video Wait, game.
5: Are you talking about are that you, uh, Clash of Clans? Clash of Clans game?
3: I play. Uh, hold on. All right. All, right. all
1: right. still playing it. It's it's Clash Royale. It's Clash Royale. I, thank you. Thank you, Trip. It's Clash thank Royale. You. Clash Royale. Just because it's the.
3: It's Clash
4: Royale, but it is the Clash of Clans IP. I have never been on a mobile game, uh, including Hearthstone, which I have loved for more than six months at a time. So the fact that you're still playing Clash Royale, yeah, I just gotta say, so it's it's, a, it's like wow. four. Years. It's, I was four all years. in on Mario
2: yeah. Kart when it came to mobile, and I played it for a solid month, and then that was it.
3: I think the reason why That's I'm still playing time it, time. like I haven't sunk any actual money into it, but it's just, it's a good time sink when I'm just, you know, sitting on the couch or doing other things that I could play a few rounds of it. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, hopefully one day I'll get a switch. Hopefully that'll be on my horizon. Post- just download a rate shadowlands, Right. Yeah. There you, go. Ch-
5: there
3: you
2: go. Not sponsored. There you go. Not sponsored. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's what I got going on Not, nothing too crazy but uh, the one thing I will say is um, I'll give him a shout out here uh, Nimbus who's kind of been on the journey alongside us as he goes to, to affiliate like he said something that really resonated with me about that thought process that you had mentioned which was that there there are a lot of content creators who when they get burned out the statement that they make is I don't know why it didn't work like I don't know why it didn't work and it's because there wasn't someone to kind of give that answer at least give that insight it's one of the amazing things about this community no there's a difference between
0: going and you can go and get that answer yourself there's a difference between you know what I mean people think all you have to do is go live and everything else comes after that that's that's Mm, the stigma that surrounds this yeah. We well, do. I think
2: that's the beauty of the support system that. This is one of the amazing things about what EG offers is regardless of the the whether you stream or whether you don't, there's a community aspect to be able to say, "Hey, I don't understand why it didn't work, but there's someone here who can offer that insight, who can give that perspective, who can who can do those things." And so, it's been it's been a a a major difference in when I was streaming very early on to now of what that support system actually looks like to be able to fill in those gaps. So seeing him go through that made me think of,
3: it. yeah, I think I guess makes a really good point that it, it's easy to fall into that trap, right? Like it, it seems so simple, right? Like you watch the, you know, the top 10 streamers on Twitch, right. And they make it seem so simple. I sit in my chair, I hit go live and then, you know, I just game. I, that's that I just game, right? Like, and that's, and that's all it is. And you know, it, a lot of people fall into that into that trap um and you know, especially as someone like Nimbus, who's juggling schoolwork and and all of these other things um you can you can easily burn yourself out if you're not relying on a on a support system to to help you through it, whatever that support system is I've had know?
1: whole swaths of time where I've completely burned out myself <laughs> sure, like where I would go like. 15 to 20 days straight every day streaming because I just wanted to make it happen. You know, like I just wanted to do it. And then by the end of it, I'm just like, okay, I got to take like two weeks off.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're balancing a full-time job. Like at at the point when you're working full-time, right? Like right now is, is not a great example of it, but like you built your stream schedule around your work schedule and you were essentially working to full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So, you know, that easily, you know, like for anyone, um, can, can burn you out even if you're doing something that you love or, you know, it's the way of have playing video up. games. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's easy for anyone to fall into that, into that trap. Um, so that that scarcity thing, right, that I feel like we all end up wanting things that we can't have. Right. So if you have if you if you find yourself lucky with a core audience, um, no matter what that number is, they're going to tune in when you go live, whether it's three days a week or five days a week. Um, I'm playing. That's interesting, the FOMO, bro. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm always <laughs> I'm playing. The I'm always missing that beard, dude. Hey, man. Beer gang. Um, but I'm I'm curious how everybody else feels about that as as streamers like i don't i don't hit go live you know i'm not someone that that's streaming so i'm curious for everybody else that hasn't chimed in like how do you guys feel like you're balancing personal and and things that you're trying to achieve as a content creator now i'm curious since we well me personally
0: yeah me personally during quarantine it's been extremely challenging um because what i've been up to is actually adding in a new project into the balance because for a while it was just me and my grind you know i went to pax east came back nailed some sponsors played some cool games talked to some cool people and then i got involved with uh, this charity you guys have talked about it on the show before but pause your game Um, And started doing a lot of events and fundraising and we're actually going to be starting our own podcast on uh, May 21st is going to be our first episode and so a lot of my time has been going to that and trying to juggle two big projects like that, um, you know, that are both equally important to me has been a big challenge, but I know, that you know, the more projects I get involved in, you know, the more experience I get, Um, it's taking me out of my comfort zone. Uh, I've always wanted to do event planning and fundraising in the esports gaming world, and being able to do it for a charity is just the icing on the cake. But um, you know, this has been give, this is give, giving me the chance to get the experience that I want. And while you know some of this work is volunteer and whatnot, uh, if these times were any different, I don't think that I would really be able to take the time to do what I'm doing. Um, right. but yeah and when and I also wanted to go back on what you guys were talking about how Ashney and her scarcity um, comments one thing she also talks about when it comes to scarcity is there's scarcity thinking and then there's abundancy thinking she stresses that a lot um, I know she hasn't streamed in a while but one thing she talks about on her streams a lot is that where um, people think that you know your viewers belong to you and you better keep them and they don't belong to anyone else and there's not enough, there's not enough out there for everyone. And, you know, you only get your piece of the pie and it's not going to get any, you know, it's up to you to make it bigger, this and that, where that, and that's, that's scarcity, scarcity thinking, right? Like you're, you don't want to rate anyone. You don't, you, you're on your own path to partner. You're not helping anyone along the way. You're not collaborating with people. You're probably not learning anything by, you know, practicing this way of life, but, um, yeah, it's just interesting, because when there's the people who have the abundancy way of thinking, you're seeing these people zoom to partner status, and they have this big support system, and the people that are, you know, with the, are thinking scarcely, they're sitting there wondering, well, where are my people? Why, why is no one supporting me? Well, it's... You know, while it's a two-way street, you should never go into someone's stream expecting anything in return or anything like that. But there is a give and take involved to this, and that's where abundancy thinking comes into play.
3: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think um, no one can simply just make it right. It's not. It's not like we. We as a like a broad sense gaming com- community should be relying on one another, right? right. Yeah, rather Whether than uh, ab- to-
1: abundance.
0: There's always strength in numbers no matter what it is.
3: I was going to say yeah, ra- great. we can modify the term abundancy
1: to communal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're at more of a communal thinker that, as opposed to an ascetic like out in the middle of the sure. desert thinker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, right. yeah, I mean yeah. we use the word community in the Twitch culture all the time. You know what I mean? And your your brand is only as strong as your community is and you're only going to get to partner if you have a community that's going to get you there. Everything relies on your community when it comes to
4: streaming. I think using the word abundance is important though we're talking is. about yes. content creation because everyone, like you just said, is so scared of allowing anyone else to have what they have for fear of losing it or not having it. When I mean, think of literally anyone that has millions of people that follow them and like what they like, right? millions of people following one person for whatever reason a musical artist uh, a streamer like whatever fill in the blank creative uh, uh, creative kind of outlet that's still just like a fraction of a fraction of a percentage of the human population there will always be people that vibe with you as long as they can find you so just right. about you know doing you and connecting with other people right. to make sure people can find your thing there's no one is taking anything away from you there's not a limited supply of, uh, right. of eyes for you it's right. nearly limitless
0: and if they find someone that they vibe with better that's okay i get it. messages in my discord all the time where they're like thank you so much for introducing me to all my new favorite streamers and i'm like ow but you know it's it's also heartwarming because when they go into these streamers chats and they're members of their community they're thinking i will always thank sribs for you know rating this guy so i you know could come watch his streams when she's not live you know that that's mm-hmm. where the community aspect comes back into mm-hmm.
1: play I, I always function under the assumption that everybody that watches my stream watches other people I have no yeah. I have no delusions that I'm going to be their only form of entertainment because I know what I do when right, I'm watching sure. th- my TV
0: yeah. it is not a monogamous <laughs> yeah. relationship at I don't all. Yeah, just I mean, watch no.
1: one show I watch like 75 right. different shows dude I gotta well, I, got I mean if you
3: Right, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think about like even your own Twitch viewership, like, you know, most of the people that I follow, even even the smaller uh, streams that I follow usually are live at the same time. Right. So like I'm dividing my time as a viewer upon who I feel like in the moment, depending on what we, game is being played.
4: Right. Right. We, like, know you're making a hierarchy. A decision. we know everyone has sure. their hierarchy of viewers of streamers they watch. Sure. Everyone, everyone does.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Which there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it. No,
3: um, no. Neo, what's your what's your take on it? Um on like from your perspective as a as a streamer? I mean, I'm about a about a
5: year and a half ago, I really wasn't a streamer. This has sure. only been something I've been thrusted into because honestly because of the podcast. We thrust them. and you guys you guys literally thrusted me into this and i i would play games off i would play games not worrying about streaming but now i'm like i think of it with like a different mindset it almost becomes like like do i do i play this game on stream so people can like like have the opportunity to watch me play it and then i can come onto the podcast and talk about it that was like my mindset for a very long time um and now being in quarantine, I find myself with an abundance of time to stream, right? Uh, <laughs> a lot, and yeah. now I always think of it now in terms of how how can I turn this into a streaming moment? Um, sure. And one of the one of the hard moments for me was trying to figure out how to uh, stream VR games. It's still mm-hmm. it's still something I, I, uh, a thing I can't seem to like figure out as well. Um, I tried the lav mic, and it's just not. But either way, with viewership though. I, it's, this is honestly something I'm not very strong in. Like, um, I know my industry. I know I know how the gaming industry I, functions on a on a very like you know surface level very and micro level. level, yeah. Very micro level, like, indeed. Yeah, but like, but like with streaming, this is something that I would always defer to people like you know Diamond and Ezra's with, um, even even Felix and Trip. You guys, you guys have a very strong sense of. How streaming and, and growth works, um, but honestly, that's that's honestly where I, where I lay with streaming. I don't, I I don't know what to
0: rec- Yeah, I mean, what, I think one <laughs> thing. Di- sorry, <laughs> Diamond Jab and I, we I think we spend a lot of time tracking stats.
1: Is I look that, at mine. That was, I look at mine. That, that was not always
2: uh, yeah. the case. I, I hated being a numbers person, but
0: oh, okay. Cause we were but, talking about Jim and Jab and I were talking about numbers before we got brought into the group yeah. talk,
2: call here. But that's um, the yeah. That's the interesting part about it is that the the so much of my experience has been trying to verbalize like the journey aspect of it. Like a lot of people is, assume that I start. I hit affiliate, I hit partner, I grow, and that's kind of the end of the journey. And they don't yeah. really understand the peaks and valleys that come along the way. To Neo's point, like I, I was in a similar situation of saying, I do a podcast, I want to stream and play, and then bring that information to that platform to better understand it. It wasn't until, and this is where like the English major in me kicks in of saying, what is the thesis of my channel to be able to say I want to play to inform like that? That was right. Once that became the filter for me, everything became so much easier rather than I know I'm not necessarily the most entertaining compared to when Felix is raging on something. Right. Love those moments. But I, but mm-hmm. to Neil's point, I know what my <laughs> strength is. And if I'm bringing sure. that to my channel, I can at least be very happy with what I'm putting out there and then leave it at that. My thesis you know, is... I was never always a numbers
3: person, but I, I have been more often. Now. It's important I think-
0: to be a numbers person it's to some extent, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I would agree. I think data is is extremely useful if you're able to take the emotion out of it, right? Like, if you can take a look at your, your data set and learn from it and not be emotional about it, it can be it can be yeah. extremely helpful, right? I think, Absolutely. to your point, though, diamond which is really interesting about where we're at is with every other profession there's a long history upon what it means to be successful what it means to be a failure and and every you know everything in between where we're at with a streamer is all we have to look at is how successful everybody is Mm -hmm. right like all we get to see is how successful everyone has been all of your big streamers your varieties people that are locked on to specific games people that have stereotypes like your fps people your people that play whatever you know there's no there's no real story behind growth or or you know failure right you have okay so i just learned about someone that's trying to be a coach for content creation right that in itself is a new thing being there for someone to help somebody else be a content creator three four five years ago was not a thing right people were just winging it people like you know what i mean like everyone that is big now is realistically only big because they were there they've been on around the floor long. yeah right yep. so exactly. in, in, in terms of in terms of like the biggest right like there's there's probably you know your your middle tier of viewership Right, doesn't it doesn't knock their content, but in terms of viewership, the middle tier is probably those that is making a great product, those that are that are uh, really popular now have a great product, but they had the viewership because they were there at the ground level, right? Like they were there from the beginning. You're you're Tim the Tatman Man. I still find Tim the Tatman the most entertaining person on Twitch personally. Oh, he's
0: my favorite but, streamer of
3: all time. <laughs> yeah. But he was also there streaming in a right. folding chair, like when Twitch first started. Right? So he's been there from the beginning. Exactly. True. Right. We're yeah, like we it? were
0: we said my when the episode that I was on, we were talking about my brother hit partner status like 2015-2016. His average viewership mm. is like 25% of mine now. You know, mm. like and uh, we can go on a whole topic about do partners keep their status after a certain extent whatever, but uh, you know, Twitch is different for everyone. People, you know, some people made linear growth people that started from the bottom now they hear i really don't even know why i just said that on air but i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it, great you great great know what i mean
0: but it is it's, oh, it's linear yeah, growth but, um when you think about like i hate to you know we Second have boomer. like creators like ninja we have creators like Tim the Tatman, um who kind of just went off but then there's people like Booga now you know, hmm. you just got to win World Cup and that's it. Or, <laughs> sure. yeah, mm. I mean, it's yeah. just, this, the esports industry is growing, like, it. Th- we, we know how things grow exponentially, right? So maybe 2012 to 2015, things were growing a little bit slower, yeah. steadier. And then, you know, once 2018 hit, things got even faster. And now, especially during quarantine, and all these companies and creators taking advantage of, streaming and what it can do you know people are streaming everything now so yeah. it's really changing the game even more so it's exciting and it's it I, I i guess that's the word we could use there's there's a lot of things that could happen here
3: i definitely think there's so much potential
0: yeah, so
5: much potential. yeah a lot of benefit to like t- like almost like teaming up with other streamers and and kind of forming communities like Huge. like what that we have yeah and it actually really does help for growth yeah. I, I mean like I can I can attest to this a lot that since I've started working with Ezrivs and doing lots of like doing pause your game and like a whole bunch of other streaming opportunities with her, like I've seen definite growth in, in her channel and my channel alone. Like it's been great just working with other streamers in general. Especially For like sure. even like Diamond and even Nimbus, like someone who's just starting out. Like it's
1: well that's yeah. how, it how all of the uh, that's how all the great groups started. That's how Rooster Teeth started. That's how like fucking right. um, Yeah, I mean I think kind like, of funny yeah. I mean it's just a bunch, I mean, I bunch of like, people who just started vibing and coming together. Yeah,
3: I, I think if we like boil it down, maybe this is this is too much, but like I feel like a lot of us like when we go back to game like where we where we started with gaming is is it came to a moment with somebody else, right? Like I, I remember right. Some moments where I fell in love with gaming and I know the person that was sitting next to me, right, like playing split screen with me um, and then taking that away and then making it an isolated thing to where I'm just in front of a screen and I'm looking at a text chat and not dealing with somebody else and collaborating and communicating and, and, and elevating the game. Right. It's, it's very easy for that to happen. Um but I think it's it's also very apparent that um, if you rely on your fellow gamers and those that are like minded, whether that be for for driving to reach the same things, like focusing on charity or the same game or the whatever whatever it is, right? If you find alignment somewhere with with a fellow gamer, you should be using them as a source of inspiration, pushing yourself further, um, and ultimately helping your your end goal, what, well, whatever that is. We're both going to reach it faster.
1: A lock. Think about how this podcast community started. <laughs> It was just me and Lock so that- me and Locke at work and realizing that we yeah. didn't want to talk about this shit while we we're at work because we might get in trouble for it. And we mm-hmm. just basically I mean, like- that's the thing though. Think,
2: think about how lock what you were saying before, this idea of how success is defined in this day and age, which is very different. Like, what is the defined success of a platform like this? Like I think back to GSM. We did a hundred and fifty episodes. And we are not doing episodes anymore. What does that mean for the concept of success on a personal level? The, the ability to define strengths and weaknesses and grow from that experience is a success. Not to mention there's also in this day and age, there's the concept of the timestamp. We were there to cover this when this happened. Like the idea of, of the podcast is to, to, to bring so many people together to just collectively experience something and to be able to communicate that. And so to be able to say, we were there when Microsoft decided to have strippers on their stage at E3 and thought it was a good idea. We were there when that was happening and it was hilarious. And so, like the the idea Look, of success, success has Felix been very different. That up. Yeah, Felix. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. But the idea of su- <laughs> like success of being able to say, as a gamer and as a fan of the industry, not only to make fun of moments like that, but to also see uh, like amazing pieces of technology come out, to finally see mm. Death Stranding come out and see what it was, and see how amazing that experience was. Like the the definition of success is so different when it's individualized versus when it's a it's a community or a group or a, a, a platform or a show or a setting. And it's, just, it's so interesting to see like how how event based it is. Like the the pylons you kind of put on the way.
3: Yeah. I mean I, I could tell you personally, like as someone that's not creating content, um yeah I might still be gaming. Um but in 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 all actuality, like if if the podcast didn't exist and like where like where my personal life took me to a place like I left my home town and came and, and I now live in, in a city where I didn't grow up. Right. Like so all of my core group of people that I used to game with, um, like if I didn't have this community of people like what what pushes me and what I thrive around is playing with everybody that's in the community. Right? Like if I didn't get to do that, I might not have I might not rely on gaming so much as an outlet or as a hobby. I might just be binging Netflix and watching more, you know, tiger King, you know, or whatever the fuck. it's. They, got, they, got,
1: they got a new episode, dude. It was great.
3: Yeah, Joel, here, oh see Exactly. God. I might be that guy, Joel McHale. That okay. might be me. He was on there. Um, okay. All right, is, look at that. There's uh, tiger King. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so I, I think it's, um, It's very short-sighted to to think about this as as an isolated thing, right? Like, we we, we really do thrive relying on one another.
5: Um, Um, Something that I've talked about with, like, Ezra's a bunch is the fact that now that we are all quarantined, and it almost does feel like at a certain point that the market for streamers is going to become saturated, at some point Honestly. and it does it does it seem was like saturated
0: that. before quarantine fyi but no, it's, it's okay. for sure it's already
3: saturated
5: yeah so like yeah. how how would you like like for example like ezra's like how would how would you like go about overcoming like the the sat- oversaturation that is now streaming that's That's
0: exactly what I'm doing. Well, what I'm doing now is I'm like, okay, doing what I was doing before isn't going to isn't always going to work. I want to find. So what I want to do is just start adding something different that not other people are offering. I like thinking outside the box. Uh, Originality is really, really important. And so that is what I'm doing. And one thing
5: I noticed that you do a lot is you love to reach out on on Twitter and offer experiences for your community like like for example with animal crossing you love to bring people in and be like hey i'm going to do a catalog party which is the event in in animal crossing it's the act of like collecting uh you know the ability to like buy your own what what, would you say it's like sharing it's sharing furniture in the game right essentially
0: Yes, yeah, so basically it's you help someone obtain furniture that they didn't otherwise have before. They wouldn't be able to just find. It, it would take them days or weeks or even months to find otherwise. And you're helping them by putting it in their own catalog to order it for themselves and whatever. But I do a lot of different events in Animal Crossing. Um, I started doing community events where. Um, so once quarantine started, the second hour of every stream that I've been doing, I open up my lobby to whoever wants to play so if they're the first three people in chat or in my discord or whoever that want to play some squads of Fortnite with me or if they want to play totally reliable delivery service um you know they have that option because i I, that's like team i'm big on team building community building and it's way more fun to have people to talk to and game with than you know. Being by yourself sometimes That's what I always Recommend to people Who might be You know Not as animated Or they're really shy Or they don't always Have something to talk about Having someone else with you is will really improve the quality of your content. I think, uh, I, I, I joke with Neil. A lot. I used to give him a really hard time when we first got to know each other and I'd say, you're so quiet on stream. You don't, you know, whatever. But we, we, now we game on stream together all the time and he gives me something to bounce off of too on my stream. It's not, you know, I can be really quiet on my stream sometimes, believe it or not. Um, so
1: yeah. <laughs> I love doing so, couch co-ops. sorry trip yeah Um, that's really cool too couch co-op sitting playing a game next to each other is terrific it's it's they've been some of my best streams so
3: i'm very i'm very curious on uh on trip's take here as someone that's been in the game for a bit like what do you Uh, got on
4: just just kind of commenting on the whole streaming is saturated uh kind of thing um the only time things aren't saturated is like the minute after it's new, whether we're talking about, you know, streaming from years ago where, you know, you were successful because you were the one who was there, you know, like Dan's gaming, for example, and just cause you were there all the time. And now you're just the one who people watch, uh, great co carnage, um, or literally something, you know, like, uh, like an IPO of a company, you know, like I wish I bought Google when, you know, I wish I bought like Amazon Mm -hmm. when like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, beyond that, it's, it's going to have to be like putting in a lot of work, to get to where you want to be. Um, I always have always, always, always equated this. And even like when we started streaming, my first stream was in 2016. So uh, if I like nonstop streamed every single day since August of 2016, I'd be a lot more successful right now, for sure. That's just a fact, no matter who it is, no matter where, when and where you start. Right. But I always equated to like being in a band or like someone who's trying to be an actor. Like no one calls those industries saturated, but they're way more saturated than, than the streaming industry is. And the only thing that takes you above everyone else is the quality of your work, the, the dedication to your craft, and doing it long enough to find something unique about what you do, and then bringing that to the table, whatever it is. Yeah, like right now, we're that's playing nightclubs.
0: Emphasizing it, yeah. We're playing nightclubs. Definitely. That's what we're doing.
1: Right now, right, we're pl- right, playing exactly. nightclubs.
4: Yes. We um, wanna be, we, we, med- I want
1: to play stadiums one day
4: right you can't you can't just jump in it everyone no. thinks with streaming you're going to be playing stadiums or right off the bat i can just play video games people are going to watch me it's good it's that's fucking yeah cool. i guarantee yeah. you if it's the not, first day it's you either. went
0: live if you got raided by ninja the first day you went live like no one on. would
4: fucking follow why would anyone follow oh. you a ninja raid is not going to change your life you'd be like you know? ninja who's
0: ninja you guys get out of here who are you people even like, if you didn't even, even yeah now. even if you did yeah
4: even, even now, now though you know being uh in the groove, you know, having a solid grasp of how to stream. If someone large, if if who who is on Mixer now, shout out to Gathalion and Mixer. If Cathalion came through and dropped a shit ton of people on my stream, I'd retain maybe a single digit percentage. Maybe that's not going to change my life.
1: Yeah, that's I, not. I, 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 my was, life. I was I was rated it's
4: by. Uh, those content. metrics
0: don't even matter towards partner status, anyways. No, also. it doesn't. But, I was rated by what, she, yeah. she
1: snaps, and it was great. For that day, that day was wonderful. She brought a small battalion of people into my stream and it was it was great it was supportive she was recognizing that I was a part of her community her larger community and wanted to give me a a, a bump mm. I don't know if anybody from her community still comes into my stream because they're not verbalizing that to me but it was great <laughs> that day
3: there, there's been times though like what I would say what I would I would give you all positive recognition on is that there's been times where I've went into your channels where there might be You know, a lull moment where viewers might have dropped off and there's only a couple people in and they're all lurkers. No one's engaging in chat. And I'm lurking for a moment before I say, you know, like, what's up i'm here or whatever but you're all always engaging right the difference between someone that's doing it for the right reasons and doing it because they think it's an easy paycheck is so easy to tell mm-hmm. because when you drop in their stream they're not paying attention to anything all they've done is set up a webcam maybe done some graphics maybe they've gotten that far
0: yeah and, and all they're totally, doing yeah and
3: all they're doing is gaming right like they're not yeah. they're not they're not, they're not but trying if you,
0: yeah if you scroll to their info section the only panel they have is their paypal button <laughs> sure, of course yeah. <laughs> but,
3: but and then underneath yeah, you know. under underneath donate says it's not required right not required yeah. everyone loves that line don't you don't have to do it this right. isn't required no fucking shit never dude, it's expected not it always right. Right. That small appreciated I'm pretty text, sure the that's letters are all is. different and like <laughs>
1: yeah. like this. now now right. everybody's gonna check uh, to see if not required is the thing.
4: I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty
0: what, says not not expected. Always appreciate it.
1: <laughs>
3: right, um, but but, like but seriously, to to recognizing you guys is because I've struggled with it. Right, like I tried streaming a few years ago, and I had a very mild success with it, and and I'm just not in the place in my life where it's viable. Um, it is very hard to to engage and to to make a product that someone wants to stick around for if they're only dropping in. Right Like it is hard to not be the person staring at a screen, just playing a video game and expecting me as a viewer to stay there and watch you just look aimlessly at a fucking computer screen because that's not entertaining to me no. right like i can I can do the same thing. Why am I sticking mm-hmm. around right and and it's not always about being the most entertaining, right Diamond said like this is what i 'm aiming for with my content, right? I can watch Tim the Tatman be a complete asshole on stream and he's the funniest person, right? doesn't mean you have to be that, but, um, it is so easy to tell when you, when you, like I always, when I go to a, a game, I always view by, I always view the game by viewership and then I flip it and I go to streams that are on the bottom of the barrel because that's what I would appreciate if I was streaming. And sometimes it takes me 15, 20 tries to get to somebody that's even trying to talk besides just playing the game. Right. Yeah. And it's not like I'm just staying there for 30 seconds. I'm staying for a few minutes and you haven't acknowledged anything besides the screen in front of you. Right. And I don't think any of you do that in any, in no. any capacity. What were we going to say, Diamond? No, the, I think, I think that the two things that
2: I would hope most streamers come to the realization of is that, There's a bit of vulnerability for yourself that you kind of have to go through when looking at your content and putting it out there. But my biggest learn is is for every for every viewer that is completely okay subbing to someone who abuses their presence. There is a viewer that is smart enough to know the value in what Trip is offering versus someone streaming off of their Xbox with nothing else. Like viewers are not dumb. Like, do, you if they see that, like, do you think that's the accurate ratio? I'm just like, if you think it's one to one? I, I don't think so, but what yeah. I do think is that, one, because it's the internet, mm-hmm. but I do think that the people that are consuming that information are smart enough to know what they want. Mm-hmm. And I can't combat that. At the end of the day, a person wants what a person wants. If they right. want to stay in that channel, that is completely on them. I can't worry about that. So part of my experience has been really understanding what I control, what I can control, and what I can put out there, and just say wherever the cards fall or where they fall, it is what it is. Yeah, coming to the realization that Anthem is a terrible game, but for whatever reason, people are watching me play it. I don't understand the science behind that because right. there isn't it.
1: That's why. But tro- for
2: whatever reason, it's a thing. That's why trolls like like
1: roll off my back. I, I don't yeah. care about yeah. trolls because
2: right. I can't stop I it. See, it's
1: I didn't and
0: want to play just, this card. <laughs> I don't want to play this card, but here I go. So, being a female streamer, there uh, are things <laughs> that I oh, no. there are successes don't that I that they're have they're that are devalued. That like there are big things hmm. that I think are really cool that happen to me or things that I achieve and work really hard for. Right? That are devalued by someone who will say something like. Well, you do realize that you're at like a 25% advantage rate over everyone else on the platform because you're a moderately attractive female. I mean, I'm just saying what they
1: say. That's what but, they're saying. We know. <laughs> but it's true. And, you know, Yeah,
0: Fair but enough. the thing is, like, I, I could just sit there, not say anything, and just play the game. I've done that. People leave. <laughs> so. Sure.
3: Uh, I would helps. love
0: to know where this like advantage they're talking about comes
2: from. Like, I, it's, you know,
3: it's insecurity. It, it. All, yeah, all it's insecurity. it is is insecurity. Part of it is
2: that. Exactly. Part of it is that I also think that, and there are in conversations that I've had with people where I've asked them questions to try to pull out like where this comes from, I realize that the amount of filters that people use in their thought process to find a certain thing is exponentially larger when it comes to female stream there are yeah. people who will go i'm looking for a female streamer i i uh, so many of them play overwatch so many of them main mercy, She's That's a all mercy yeah, yeah exactly there's like four filters just to rather than leaving it at let me see who's creating content there's all of these extra filters before they even get to what they're actually looking for. And so it biases the person that's in front of them. Right. Rather than seeing it for what it is.
0: Right. And it's also hilarious when these same people talk about like people, like streamers stealing their views. No one's stealing anything from you when they're just watching what they want to watch. If they want to watch a particular streamer dancing you know, or is what it is. You know, reviewing dating application, dating profiles, like that's what they want to watch. They don't want to watch you play Fortnite. I'm sorry to tell you, yeah. they don't. You know, and someone who wants to watch a really cute girl licking a microphone doing ASMR, they're not looking dude, for Fortnite. Did ASMR words come, come
3: up, dude? Yeah, They're not,
0: they're not looking for <laughs> Goosebumps. Ain't dude.
2: nobody gonna watch me play Darksiders Genesis That's like <laughs> when they got ASMR licking it's microphone. Not, when you got like somebody, you got. Not somebody, you audio audio you got I'm not, not getting viewer.
3: When you got somebody no, tapping a it. cup next to a microphone no. for the sound it makes, dude, that ain't your viewership. But I, I think yeah. I think it it really comes back to what we were talking about earlier about being insecure, about looking inward at yourself and being able yeah. to isolate what is wrong with your product. If you're going into a female streamer stream to say you stole my viewers. First of all, you're an idiot, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that, because they, because. Too. For yeah, I mean, like this is a basic level. I don't care. Like you're just you're an idiot if that's your level of thinking, yeah. Because you don't you don't have the wherewithal to look inward and say, okay, my product sucks, right? Like what I'm creating is not good enough to keep somebody there to watch me play what I'm playing. Yeah, it's a I sign of insecurity, right? And, and and you need to lash out because you know it's the internet and that makes you feel like this much better. Right. So I, I think if if you're able to take a look at the content, if, if this is what you really want to do, right? This, this is, goes back again. Is this really what you want to do? Or are you trying to take advantage of an opportunity and realizing you're far too late to simply just hit go live and make, you know, millions of dollars? You're not going so to be. Ninja. To you're that. not going to be any of these people. Right. You're not going to be any of them. No one will. Right. Like you have you have professional athletes that are now playing Twitch because they have nothing better to do and they don't get the viewers that these other guys get or these other uh, ladies get, right? Just because who they are doesn't make them someone that I want to tune in and watch. That's not what it is. Um, yeah. so to think that you can just go into someone's stream and and just make fun of them or or put them down because they're they're a female and and you think you have something over them is it's fucking ridiculous. It's
2: yeah. it's it's also interesting because it's like there's a ti- there's a time element to this as well. Like I was I was having this conversation with Amy and it's a really like high level thought but like eventually at one point or another what I am offering is not going to be what the masses are looking for like that's going to be a thing and so how I embrace kind of the time frame that I'm in and I enjoy what I'm putting out there uh, is it, it, there there's that vulnerability element of going hey I I might be able to stream for a decent bit of time but at one point or another it that's going to be it like I'm not going to be able to keep put to at least put out what people want and so embracing that moment of really enjoying kind of the good and the bad of where we are in our own growth and our own experience is like um it's a really mature moment that I wasn't expecting to have because I know that there are a lot of people who do just want to hit go live and who do just want to dive right in and who do want to to reach certain goals and hit certain points and just kind of go hey man just just enjoy it for what it is right. there are a lot of people that can't even afford half of what yeah. I have in my store. Sure. It's people fair. Are just so
0: Let simple. alone, people are so spiteful. like. Yeah, I think really I think it's, yeah.
3: in, it's intent. It's intent, right? Like, so some of these things exist, like the the go live on Xbox or the you know some of these more basic features exist to give somebody an entry point because they don't have the funds to do even what I'm doing, which is just have a decent microphone and a webcam in front of me, right? Um, but their intent is very different. Right. Like they're not going those people that are just appreciative to be able to hit go live and play the game live. Their intent is very different and the way that they're going to engage their peers is going to be different than someone that's doing it for the wrong reasons. Like if I'm someone that just wants to hit go live, because if one person joins me and I get to engage them, then I feel fulfilled. Well, then then I'm going to act that way when I go into somebody else's chat. Right. Like it's it's very apparent. But if I spend three thousand dollars on a setup and then I get mad because I'm not getting enough subs or I'm not getting enough follows or enough views or enough people engaging me. Well, then we, we know why you're doing it. You're doing it because you didn't buy in at Netflix when it was cheap. So you're trying to catch the next train, but you've already missed this train So do it for the right reasons. Um, because it, you will be successful if that's the reason why you're doing it. Uh, I I truly believe that. I do it
1: locked because I'm addicted to it. I'm addicted to being in front of a camera and an audience. I've been addicted to that my whole life. I thought I would achieve that by following a career in acting, but that shit didn't work. So you know what I'm doing? Dude, I saw I'm you. Doing on it, this, I'm, I'm doing it every me. fucking morning. I'm doing <laughs> it every morning because I just love it. I just love shit playing turned into a Mori Povich. Episode. So,
3: so, so this is my point, right? Felix, like you're a good example of this as are the rest of the crew, but like you played through every assassin's creed regardless if anyone watched you, like if you went back and looked at your average viewership of all of the Assassin's Creed and looked at how many people actually watched you, yeah, it would be very low. Yeah. Right. And that's not, that's not anything against your product. Right. But all that says is like, I'm doing this because this is what I love and this is what I enjoy. I'll never right? forget so,
1: Assassin's Creed master. He followed me through all of Assassin's Creed. Winters. Oh, I remember him because <laughs> you talked about left. him endlessly. He
3: never yeah. left. Okay. He all, always me Master. The, I, the was one, one person, person, one person, the one. one person found yeah. you because you were doing it. You were doing, you were creating the product that they wanted and they found you and then they stuck around for it. Yeah.
4: Like they made that their username so much yeah, so right. that they loved it. And they found you to show that <laughs> off <laughs> it's for really the entire funny. series. But
2: think about like, think about, and if, again, if Felix is like an anomaly, in the, the human race, because Agreed. the in the <laughs> short period of time that I've gotten the opportunity to connect with you guys, he has evolved in ways that Pokemon creators wouldn't understand.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, what does that mean?
2: Pokemon evolved, <laughs> Felix. <laughs> You're yeah, of like, all. <laughs> like Let's continue uh, the uh, fact yeah. that he would go from from. Uh, Assassin's Creed to then deciding you know what I'm going to get into like the game as a service ghost recon culture and like (laughs) embrace the peak and valley of like the service industry and then go you know what on top of that I'm going to throw an MMO into that like Elder Scrolls I'm just going to throw that in there and then on top of that I'm just going to do S plus runs of really hard like Resident (laughs) Evil like it's such an amazing evolution that I think so many people started when they stream. Do not expect that the potential of where they are at any point in their in their streaming career is going to be that different from where they're. Hey, man, I'm just I'm streaming to place in Fortnite or to do whatever. But like the, the evolution that you can go on is really what makes this industry and this career, or this experience like so amazing is that you can Absolutely not be the same person. Hey
1: Diamond. Then, yeah. then when you started. Diamond. I played a BR the other night. Stop. I oh. did. I did. I that played be, Warzone dude. with fucking lock.
3: Listen to me right lock. now. Hold on. Locke on dude, Hold on. That's great, man. I have I shouldn't say never, but I haven't in a long time laughed my ass off so much playing a fucking BR. I had oh. so much fun playing fucking Warzone with Felix. That I'm was disappointed fun, that dude. we didn't get to do it this week. But like, I could feel through the microphone <laughs> the how breathing. anxious he was. I was breathing so hard, dude. I get so listen, listen, Diamond. We're in I don't even I don't know the map. You know I'm me, I love Felix Rage, but, but we're like, we're like, so I wasn't we're, raging. The, I wasn't the raging. The last game no the last I know. game we got in the last game we got in was like down to the wire, like, you know, fifty people, thirty people, twenty people. <laughs> it's crazy. And by the by the end we're we're stuck in the in a building. Right and and I'm at this point I'm like ah oh, we're f- we're fucked we're not we're not getting out of this and his buddy's like all right are you watching this doorway Felix is like are you watching this doorway and I'm like all right I'll watch this way you watch this way and I could just tell that Felix was so anxious through this whole thing and then the circle close the circle closes even more and I'm like guys we have to go and felix's like what do you mean we have to go where are we going? where are we go I'm like we're gonna run this way Felix just fucking oh my
0: gosh why just, did you stream just this? follow just we follow were. me we were stream- just three bid
3: it, it. Yeah. I just follow oh, me
5: again no. we're running.
3: We're running. We get to another building, and then his friend dies. And it's me and Felix. Felix is freaking the fuck out. I'm like, Felix, we got guys behind us. We got guys this way, this way. He's like, I can't process all of this information right <laughs> now. He's like, You're moving too fucking fast for me. And I'm like, Felix, we have a guy. He's like, he, I'm like, Felix, we have a guy behind us. He's like, Where's the guy? I'm like, Don't worry about it. He's already dead. All right, let's look this way. We need to, we need to go this way. And then, and then we get down to like the final like what did we get? We got third that game, right? Felix so yeah, it was like the final yeah. like I guess what like six or eight people and and the circle gets to where like we have to go out in the open, and unfortunately, one team was in the only building left in the circle, and they note yeah. us down, but like like those moments like. Living through Felix's um, like adrenaline yeah. for me, who doesn't get that same adrenaline anymore. I used to like living through that was was yeah. so entertaining. It was That's it was great. awesome. Um, well, you I heard me I...
0: scream when we were playing Valorant together, Locke. Like, what kind yeah. of adrenaline was that? Fair. <laughs>
3: I don't even know. <laughs> raging, raging Valorant. That was
0: rage. You're right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was just but still,
3: <laughs> but yeah. But that that idea, you know that. Oh God, Felix. That was that was incredible. I'm down to really do it. Again. I can
0: imagine it. Like I pictured the whole thing exactly as you explained it. Like it was yeah. I definitely intense. have to work up <laughs> mentally
1: before I can go into a BR.
3: And this and this and this is Felix with with no attachments to any guns, right? He's never played it before, yeah. so he just downloaded Warzone. He downloaded the free, so he didn't play like the multiplayer. So he has no attachments. He's picking up whatever he can. I, I bought find. the full game, though. Um, I bought. The you buy the full game? Yeah, nice. Um, so playing the multiplayer will certainly help views. you. Yeah, it, it yeah. will certainly help you with the attachments. Get, but get all and then we'll you um, <laughs> through
0: a Fortnite building boot camp, and you'll be just ready. Yeah, to yeah go. you'll be ready to go. Yeah, you'll really be there.
3: The Fortnite boot camp. Dude, yeah, I need. You can mouse
0: buttons, and that's all you gotta I'm do. I'm not against it. I, I could never I'm do it. Against,
3: You need one of these. You need one of these. Yeah. Oh, God. No. That, that's uh-huh. too many. that hurts my brain. I'm not one of those people that. just need telephone on the side of my.
1: I'm not one of those people that just hates pop culture, right? I, I say I'm reluctant. There's a practical reason why I haven't played BRs, and it's because I was worried about my own health. Honestly. I get when I. How uh, so? How so? Well, just when like I get under pressure, sanity? like. it. Yeah. my heart starts to race like crazy and i'm a little older. i was yeah, I fucking
4: love it dude. i was worried I fucking, about
3: I, honestly i live for it yeah, i live for I, that went, moment. i was worried about your health during the resident, resident, resident 3. The, 3 the
1: adrenaline right resident yeah. 3 dude that, that resident run, Evil 3. i was very worried well, yeah. about yeah
0: like if i was that. playing any of these games back when i was still prescribed adderall i would have had a heart attack and died oh, Forget in it. It. I, I don't know imagine. how but like some of these streamers that's like you know, they they drink G fuel. They you know they take theirs, and some of these people are rightfully prescribed them. But then, sure. like mixed with that and the adrenaline, like I would literally keel over. Like I don't know how I would handle that.
3: No, I'm
4: it's I'm with lot, you. Like, a lot I, going I took, on your brain I took, with I took,
0: Too much I, stimulation.
3: I very much took non-prescribed Adderall during college, and there's no way that I would uh <laughs> I'd be able to do it. There's Forget a clip it. on my YouTube no, channel. No
1: way. Lock this. Do you remember that time we were playing? I don't know what we were playing, but we were in this, in Destiny, in a Destiny One, in a room. We had to like kill like Classic three Destiny dudes, race. and it came down to like the three dudes. And then I did like a a warlock kill, and like killed like all the dudes, and I just I lost remember. it. Uh, I that clip oh, is sure on you YouTube. That clip's on. Dude, YouTube.
4: hero that's, moments, man. That's
1: the feeling man. that every
4: Dude, hero right now, but I was so loud. Like, after works
3: that. Yeah, I mean it's the, it's the whole reason right now that like there's moments in Valorant that I now live for because clutching a 1v5, right? There's literally nothing it, it doesn't there's no there's no more there's there's not a higher peak Right than that, or or clutching, yeah, or or clutching around in um, in trials of the Osiris and destiny, or clutching the end kill in in a battle royale, or or any of that, man. Like you're you're just you're you're chasing the the adrenaline, right? Like if you're honestly, I believe there is something wrong with you if you don't have any fucking feeling if you get to like the final circle in Warzone and you have no emotion whatsoever. Like I think I think there's there might be something wrong emotionally if you have no feeling. <laughs> whatsoever um yeah. besides those that just do it regularly and then don't no, feel you might be a psychopath it, you,
0: know? you might yeah, be a there, psychopath there might be something <laughs> wrong
3: after quarantine ends you might need to go talk to somebody talk to a doctor um, but yeah so hopefully more warzone in the future for us felix i, I, mean, I really yeah. want in on that because I miss warzone. Oh, please, honestly yeah i do too like when we played it again like i was gonna boot up valorant and play and and felix i saw felix streaming it by chance and i was like you know what fuck it let's play some warzone and i jumped in and i had a blast like it's i was loving it pre-valorant coming out like i was having a ton of fun with it and and then i put it down and going back to it it was it was a ton of fun yeah, so uh, i definitely do, you, sink more do
0: you own the full cod game or you just yeah puck,
3: puck bought it for me yeah oh, <laughs>
0: puck, puck i was gonna say this puck, puck, puck guy, like, i don't like here. to use the simp term but i no puck, in my puck, puck neck of words, we man. call those yeah no but in so i actually have started rekindling my love for multiplayer mode in cod mm. um I had a lot of fun on multiplayer before Warzone came out, and yeah. Uh, when yeah, it's they added those new maps, and I never got around to trying them. And then I did recently during a free to play weekend because I was like, oh yeah, I'll just go you know shoot some noobs, and that'll oh, be sure. way more fun. And uh, right, I had a right. blast. I bought
3: the <laughs> yeah, Diamond, Diamond and I played a ton of multiplayer prior to Warzone coming out. Yeah, um, and we had a blast, and then we put it down. I don't remember what we played. Uh, after that oh we started playing siege but i, I think um <laughs> hey even the regular yeah. multiplayer is is Warzone's I, a great game honestly it really is Tripp, and, yeah. and and cod in general is this iteration is really good
1: trip do you remember uh, my buddy from new york who's the editor he, go, well, he goes by doc prefect but he was on our show a while ago and we kind of ignored him do you remember that he's my best What's friend from college i don't want to say his name this was like years ago. Years ago. It was yeah. a while ago. Yes. It was he, a long yeah. time He goes ago. by yeah. Doc And Felix fact.
3: Felix perpetually feels um upset about the fact that he didn't include him enough in the conversation. Yeah,
4: yeah. I don't think he does, probably at this no, point. No, he doesn't care at this point. No, no, no he no, just no, had a kid, no, not he's not fine. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't he he even just think had a kid. The only way you remember him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh but he uh I started talking to him for for quarantine reasons, you know, like catching up, how you've been. Sure. And then I, I said to him, I was like, Hey man, like what do you have on your computer? And he was like, Oh, I got Warzone. Uh, I play that a lot. And I was like, Oh, well I could I just downloaded that on my Xbox. I downloaded it for other reasons, possibly to play with you guys, but I, I hadn't yeah. like uh pulled the ripcord on it. Um and then um he, you know, he said, Yeah, I'll play with you coming up. So that's how I ended up <laughs> playing it
3: dude like honestly the the cross play stuff like it just it just needs to happen there's there's a ton of problems with it there really is but like i just recently connected with somebody that i went to college with that i used to play um zombies with all the time when we lived in the same house together like all we used to do was play black ops zombies all the time right and uh a bunch of my college friends, we did a Zoom call the other night where we all connect we haven't seen each other since I got married. So going, you know, years ago at this point, we all connected and he's like, dude, are you playing are you playing any games? And I was like, Yeah, I play play Warzone. He's like, You play Warzone? I play Warzone. It's like, guess what? Cross platform. You you're playing you're playing on mm-hmm. Xbox, I'm playing on PC. Let's play, dude. Like I, it's I. It's we're we're speaking. I'm speaking to the choir. Like I'm, I'm I'm speaking to the choir. But like, we we need to get to this point in the industry where where this is a, a normal thing because the the doors that it opens in terms of community is it's it's crazy. It hey, really hey
1: Locke. The last time I fully shaved my beard was at your wedding.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. This man. Look at that beard. Look at his beard. That man had a clean shaven face yeah. at my wedding. And he and wow. he said he did it for me. He said he did it for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't buy it.
0: I couldn't I mean, even get my husband to get clean shaven for my wedding. That's that's a good yeah. friend, right? There.
3: This this man showed up and I was like, <laughs> "Who are you? And what did you do with my friend?" Because I'm <laughs> not sure who the fuck you are. That's I've never seen your cheeks. Do it again.
2: I won't, don't do, I won't. It. do it. Again. I like I, it Off brand, much. bro. Find off brand. brand. It. <laughs> I do find it interesting how much of this this period of time or this era is a lot of the gaming community embracing the concept of going back to something. Mm. So much of the industry is especially I mean, mind you, I'm compared to others, I'm fairly new to the PC culture, but in the console culture, it's whatever is whatever is new is whatever's new. Like the attention immediately goes away from once you're done the game to what is next? I beat Spider-Man PS4. Cool, awesome. When's the next one? Coming? Like immediately, it's that concept of what is next. But in in this small little period of time, this bubble, there's so many people who are saying, "Let me go back and check out Sea of Thieves. Let me go back and and check out. Yeah, or it's like, uh, let me finish uh, that campaign this. of Uncharted. Let me, I yeah, never let me go back and play this. Like let me, three years ago. I did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's just, it's just,
2: I, I, it makes me. It's a shame that it's under quarantine situations, but like it it reinforces why the gaming industry is one of the biggest industries in the world and that there is no there is no shelf life for experiences like to be able to go back and like before we were even getting on the call, I was just like I've never played. BioShock, like that's a whole experience yeah and, yeah, and know, it's, that has you know, never been, been living
0: had. it by watching me play like he, yeah, he was yeah. explaining to me what that's been like like watching I, me play as a new player like and seeing someone play it for the first time mm. with that kind of a game because i was Bioshock,
5: really to watch you play that sure. yeah because it's a yeah. game i've played many times but i want to see someone who's new to it experience it yeah
0: because you don't get What's, to see that anymore
3: no, what's really interesting is is after you guys did that, I haven't found one yet, but I'm, I'm hoping for it is I wanted to see someone play um, KOTOR for the first time. Oh, my God. Um, and because Knights of the Old Republic, the first Knights of the Old Republic, like thinking of, of child me, um, it was it was a defining moment in gaming for me. So I've been trying to find somebody playing it for the first time over again. Um, because that person will get a follow from me just because they're the person that decided to play pick up a game from. Oh man, how I old actually, of, how I old actually is have a name
5: point? for you who's doing a YouTube series right now. Um, oh, he's please, a please of share. The, he's, he's a friend of the podcast from Lunar Castaways. They're actually in our okay. Discord as well. Uh, Mike Hart. He's actually doing a YouTube series of playing through KOTOR. Um, I don't, he's man. not. Yeah, he's not streaming it. I don't think he's streaming it on their on their on their Twitch channel, but he is doing like a like a playthrough of it. Like a cut up playthrough on, on right. YouTube, which is actually pretty Dude. good. He's he is a member what? of our community as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, what I would do for a Kotor three, like, oh man, maybe one. You know, old, old Republic MMO. That's that's supposedly yeah. KOTOR, I, I, and here we know, are back to a, a fucking seven. MMO. That I don't have the time for. <laughs> it's Diamond, it's job,
0: Diamond job was saying about how like we keep playing through things and we're going back to things, but we're also like. Neo, I think we all were talking about this in the episode that I was on about how we're kind of in like this remastering generation like we've got mm-hmm. Final Fantasy seven just came out in the brink of quarantine, which is very convenient. And Animal Crossing, that was a game a lot of people think back on very nostalgically. Um, lots of really good games that are coming back. And, you know, we're the generation that we're all in. It's a big one. But, you know, anyone that grew up with like any kind of a console system, there's something that's coming back for us that we can go back and enjoy now.
2: Yeah, it's a good point. A part of that upsetting. is the demand, though. Part of that yeah. is the demand of of the generation to kind of say uh there are experiences that i want um uh, that i i want back like the idea of um complementing is not the same as as just replicating right so a really good example one of my favorite games growing up was banjo and kazooie on the n64 amazing experience ukulele oh oh y- comes around in right. this new generation this new age in the exact same formula and I was like, "What is this?" Like, even if they gave me the same banjo and kazooie game, apparently I would be happy. But getting something new in the same style did not resonate the same way. So I find it so interesting how, like, the the remastering generation is, at least for me, there's there's a, a weird pickiness to it. Like, if it's something that feels similar but isn't what I had before, then we're not happy with it, but if it's exactly what
1: I had before, how do you know that well, you nobody haven't likes change.
0: Why would we like? Why would we want change?
1: Ugh. No, but, but I was going to say, it's, how do you know you haven't forgotten? It's what such you a had hard. Before. Like,
3: if if you're going to play the nostalgia card, you are either going to make it or you are going to fail. Like, there is yeah. no in between, right? It's, like. It's, it, it, it's either you are going to nail it, which I think Final Fantasy 7 has absolutely done. I have not watched our own our own take on it just because I think I may end up picking it up and playing it. But like you either hit it or you or you fail miserably. And the reason why studios go after it is because for a lot of times it's easy money. Right. Like, so yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake is not easy money because they did a lot of work to make it what it is. But there's plenty of remakes, remasters, HD remakes, whatever the fuck you want to call it, people have done that have failed
4: because they only did it because they were trying to cash in on just, a feeling. Yeah,
1: just talking about Rockstar right now. That's it.
4: Sure. Yeah, I mean, Rockstar is a no, good example no, no, of that. Right? Uh, remember when Assassin's Creed 2 came out with their remaster, uh, and bullshit. it was just literally an upraised or an up-res copy of the yeah. game. And the only thing that made headlines was the one background dude's weird face with like the bug yeah. eyes, and everyone 100%. made fun of that for like a week. And then no one remember <laughs> right. that game got remastered. I, I, I literally like,
5: don't even remember that.
3: I have them all, but like the it, yeah. exactly. Like the, it, the the internet will destroy you if you're going to if you're going to try and pull on our heartstrings. And you fail to do so, you are going to know immediately Warcraft if you 3. failed Warcraft to pull 3 the nostalgic. We about Warcraft that before. 3. Yep. yep. Right? Like they tried um,
5: and then they changed too much and it did not work out. But, like like I, the
2: other like, side of it is the is the oversaturation piece. Like I literally just saw a trailer that said the HD remake. Of Saints Row the third is coming to Nintendo Switch. <laughs> what? It is on every platform imaginable. Come on, man! <laughs> Saints Row the third was on mobile devices.
3: Deep not Silver yes. is reaching, and not bro. Mobile. Oh device So, so Just example reach. <laughs> example of a reach, right? Like. It, yeah. So like and I and I mentioned I mentioned Kotor before, right? I've bought it on every platform that I could yep. possibly buy it on, right? Like I bought it on mobile, I've bought it on my PC. I probably have 3 copies of it on my Xbox because they get scratched up and I just bought another copy from GameStop, right? Like um and I would be the first person to buy it if they remastered it and remade it. <laughs> I would also be the first person to try and get in a fight with the developer on Twitter if they did it some type of injustice right so i think like we we are on this nostalgia kick where we we're trying to relive these memories that we all have and there's really great examples of it being um well done and i think final fantasy 7 is obviously the most like on topic example of that um but there's been plenty of remakes and rehashes that have just yeah been up on a new platform expecting to cash in on some money, right?
0: Right. Well, we've been talking a lot about Switch games. Like, we've got like, I mean, since the Switch came out, we had Zelda Breath of the Wild, we had Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, and then there was Sword and Shield. Like, they know that this generation is like feeding into what they're putting out
2: right now. You're about to give me high-res so, Super exactly. Mar- Mario what else 64 possibly on my yeah, Switch. And I'm doing. absolutely going to buy it. You don't think yeah, that's a plan? Can... And I love it! <laughs>
3: that's a plan. So you can get a... You can get a free version on your PC that runs amazingly. If An you, emulator. Uh, if the, yeah. If you're, the, if you're in the EG Discord, you can you can you're uh, trying to Mario 64. I'm just saying, oh just, my God. Just, I'm just saying it, it exists. The internet's there. No need for a Switch. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it, it's crazy, man. It it really is, and there's plenty of games that are in my library that I would love to see the developer pick up and and try and and bring to this generation. Um, Neo truly. had a
0: tweet today about some games that EA is bringing over to the Switch. Yeah, they
5: actually, they,
2: they had an earnings more, call. importantly, they're not working on. This, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that
5: was the majority of my tweet. It was like they they said that they're going to continue to bring. Well, they're going to bring their. They're switched their sports catalog to the switch, but right. at the same time, like they still haven't remastered the Mass Effect trilogy. That is not on the current generation. Nope. They have so many properties that they're like leaving stranded on the old on their old consoles, and that, that they couldn't make money off of potentially. And they, they're not doing they're not doing it for whatever reason. They don't see it's yeah, viable. Yeah, but and that's, Neo, that was go- the point of my tweet.
1: Yeah. Neo, going back to the salient point of most of these companies are just gonna like redo the game with doing next to nothing on the game why yeah. would you want ea to do that with mass effect going back to the point of assassin's creed it's more reason- for the fans right like yeah, it's but, but like yeah i mean they want them to play the
5: games right like that's why I'll you would play, i'm gonna play
1: the remaster of assassin's creed 2 at some point but i'm still sure. gonna think it's shit compared to anything new because there's no mechanics upgrade in there it's the exact no, same the game. fucking game in terms of performance. Yeah, I, I, so
2: let me ask you a question then. Do you, do you feel that the current generation, what is the current generation value more than, especially in the face of the backlash that Mass Effect Andromeda got? Does the generation want a remaster of the original games? Or does the generation want a new game done right? Because now we're talking about how a developer chooses to spend their time. If they're just gonna remaster the previous games for the new generation. Yeah, I'm gonna fall
3: asleep. The question again. then becomes what is the future of that series option. become? we're yeah. we gonna do we just move forward. Triple we're gonna say before I change.
4: Uh, I mean just to tone in or not tone in, but tune in uh, to Diamond's question a little bit. Uh, I think what the people want, the people that have played these games or grew up with these games, is they just want to feel like the kid that played that game again, honestly. Yeah. So to them it's not really super important. I think either one, just that they can get it again. Uh, I think if yeah. the developer chooses to give them a new experience, uh, then that could hit just like the game originally did, but it's got to be done right. Because then to yeah. Locke's earlier point, that's the slippery slope that makes a remake or a remaster just slide terribly. Yeah. remember you, just you non- guys were like, success. you should
1: play uh mass effect. And I was like, yeah, great idea. And then I was just like, <laughs> I got a copy of it and then started falling asleep when I was in the cutscenes.
3: It's like,
2: not I really like. Really I need that they're working on KOTOR yeah. and then cancel it halfway. That's really all I'm expecting EA to do, right? Like I, they're working on something and then cancel it. That's like, like Mass want Effect
3: share their games with
4: their friends, right? And that's kind of yeah.
3: Like Mass Effect is another game that I that I really love, and like I bought one and two on PC, and and I've modded the shit out of one to try and make it like something that's like as a recent game, right? Yeah. Um. Like, if EA gave me the modded version of Mass Effect and I paid money for it and then played that, I would be very upset. Right. So, like, because there's there's no reason for it, because it, there, it, there's not much different than what I can already, like, turn on my 360 for and and play because it's not different than the end product, right? Like the mods that exist for Mass Effect are all res textures and things like that. But like if you were to create a Final Fantasy 7 remake style of Mass Effect 1 for me where you integrate new storylines and things like that, like that would be game changer. I would definitely throw my money at you, right? If you were to do that and do the same thing for 2. Um, And and I'm hopeful that when when developers and the industry sees the success of Final Fantasy VII and some other games that they realize this is the ticket that we need to take, not the other side of things where we just port a game and try and get as much money as we can just because we know that we're going to cash in on a, a tad bit of nostalgia.
0: Well, it's like when they came out with Kingdom Hearts 3, everyone that played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, they're way past the whole, I'm still watching Disney movies age, but right. they knew that releasing that game was going to bring all of those people back and, you know, buy it and they, they profitized off of it.
1: Yeah, oh, God. you know King what, uh, a deep rabbit hole
0: profit I say profitized off of it?
1: It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: monetize, profit it. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Do you know what EA it, remake? Oh, we day. all need. <laughs> I, we made, need a we I made a new word. we go. The saboteur. The saboteur.
2: That
1: was the in my tweet. We need the saboteur, baby. Do we though? With new mechanics, hell yeah.
3: Do you need the saboteur?
1: I'd play the shit out of that game.
3: Okay, so, so you need the saboteur because oh, I'm not buying it, it
1: personally. <laughs> Lock, let me ask you a quick question:
2: Do you feel like with Final Fantasy VII remake, they could afford to have a? They could afford to, to do that with the success rate? Obviously, because of the nostalgia factor of the original, but re- reflecting it off the Mass Effect point, right? Final Fantasy also has how many games in this new generation? Mm-hmm. and Now I'll consider the new generation Xbox 360 and beyond, right? Sure. So, so you're looking on. at all of the 13s. Sure. You're looking at 14. You're looking at 15. Regardless of what you feel about them, they're out there, right? Mass Effect only has Andromeda, which was not light. So would you, do you feel like that would be the this would be the opportune time for them to go back and do that that they can afford to do that. To just go back to Mass Effect One and redo it in a Final Fantasy style because they don't have as many games in the series that would call, that would give the fan base a reason to stay.
3: It's a good I, question. Uh, I think, like for me personally, I did not mind Andromeda. I really didn't. I I enjoyed my time with it. I really did. There were were absolute problems with the game, so I'm not going to defend the problems because they were there. Um, But as a fan of Mass Effect, I I enjoyed my time with Andromeda. I would agree that right now, instead of looking ahead at the future, they could... Take their time with Mass Effect One and Two because both of them were hugely popular. Three had problems because no one's ever going to be happy with an ending. You will always have someone that's frustrated with an ending. Felix and I have talked about this about Sopranos. You could talk about it with Game of Thrones. You could talk about it with any TV show. No one will be happy with an ending because something that you don't want with it to Sopranos. happen. Me and you are, but the oh. internet's not. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So, so like, <laughs> I think. I think no one's ever going to be happy with an ending. And that was the problem with three, that people were not happy with the ending and they tried to redo it with DLC. Personally, I'd rather them say, you know what? We're going to sit on this IP and we know we fucked up with Andromeda for X reasons, and we're going to release a new game eventually. But this is what we're doing in the meantime. And in the meantime, we're going to give you one. We're going to give you two. And this is what we're going to do with it. I'm going to give you new storylines. I'm going to give you new cutscenes. I'm going to give you all of this. I'm going to I'm going to give you new combat because Mass Effect One's combat was was sluggish in comparison to three. Uh, personally, as a fan, as the franchise. I would I would align with that decision versus them giving me another mass effect that has no context whatsoever. You're just giving me an IP name. Right. Because Shepard's story's already ended. Right. So so my love for the franchise is already gone if I love the character set. So you're going to give me new you're going to give me the same IP name, but new characters and hope that I jive with it. Well, why not make me love you a little bit for giving me this story that I loved? And I'm much more likely to jump on your IP name with with new characters.
5: That's mostly the, the, like the point of the remaster thing. They, they they It's a way to gauge interest in certain series and IPs, right? Like it's it's a way for you release you release like um, remasters of certain games and it gives the publishers a, a way of like gauging interest in like, oh, and do we make a new one of yeah. these? Yeah. Um, at the same time as you know, redipping their their hand into the into that uh, that pool of like of fans.
4: Yeah, yeah, you're
3: right. I mean, if you think about how much exposure different games get when a remaster comes out, like the Twitch directory blows up.
5: Yeah, Crash right? and, and people actually kind of a big one, which is weird. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and then you think about those that pour their time into that directory before that happens. Like that's that's a natural trickle down effect for those streamers that have poured their their time into that directory, they get benefit from that, right? They get that direct benefit if you've created a loyal following around that game and then that game gets picked up for a remaster. It's the same way that when a sequel gets announced and Felix plays the original, Felix always gets more viewers playing the original. If he plays it off of the tail ending, you know, of, of a sequel being announced because people are now tuning in yeah, to the original game Watch yeah. Dogs was amazing right? Watch Dogs is a great example Watch Dogs of that Watch Dogs 2 is coming out yeah. I'm interested in 2 what's going on with 1? oh shit Felix is the top of Watch Dogs 1 because he's been playing it fuck I'm going to click on him because he's the top of the list and now Felix is now getting more viewers because he decided to play a game that he loves and just so happened that a sequel is coming out for it right
4: Trip, yeah, now is a good time to be playing to, uh, any
3: Assassin's Creed game.
4: To uh, to kind of hone in on your point, Locke, about the the Mass Effect, uh, like you know, if we were imagining a sequel to come out, or not a sequel, but a remake to come out, I think what these games can learn from the Final Fantasy VII remake is that taking big risks, if done properly, uh, with a large touchstone into what made the original game great can pay off in huge, 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 huge dividends. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously they have to know what they're doing. Like in the case of the, of the seven remake, they had like a large majority of decision makers from the original team on this new team to keep the same right. spirit and vibe and connection to the source material. You would need that for something like mass effect. But I completely agree that if you gave people a reason to go back to mass effect, other than, than up graphics, like more to explore on the planets you go to like more information about shepard's backstory more connections to his to his crew and to his team uh making the world feel more feel more alive and vibrant imagine what they could do with the citadel with how much like crowd tech there is now and and just you know branching dialogue options and it would be it could be an entirely different experience it gives you more depth and that would be the road that they take down but they can make cool uh kind of cool leaps with combat change Mm -hmm. the combat system up you know so many different ways you can make it work but in order to make it work and make it work really well, they have to know why people play the original.
3: Yeah, and EA's, EA's not smart enough for that, so that will never happen. <laughs> um, I thought Shepard there's, there's was a, a 0% woman. chance that they'll give us a, a great Mass Effect 1. Remastered. I didn't play it, but I thought um, now, Shepard was a Speaking of
0: EA, though, Tripp and I have a shared love for The Sims. I really want to see The Sims That's on the true. Switch.
3: Switch Sims on the wild. Switch is like a no-brainer. It yeah.
0: is! Like, the, it right? Animal it's like Crossing, always like experiences that. Is, that, like that will give Animal Crossing a run for its money. Mm-hmm. Do, do
2: you understand were, how long we as fans of Pokemon were saying, how is there not a 3D Pokemon experience? We were saying that for years when the GameCube came out, when the Wii came out. We were just like, why is... Why is a three a fully fledged 3D Pokemon game not a thing? And then even when this when the Switch originally came out, we were like, this is a no there's no reason why this should not be a thing. So like it's crazy to me that there are just some experiences you just kind of go, this doesn't make sense. I don't understand yeah, why they were, not. they were just talking to Nintendo who doesn't seem to grasp
5: the concept of certain Modern day conveniences in their games, right? They they're yeah. they're kind of stuck to their own ways of how they do. Yeah. I posted a video on Twitter today that was a fan Nintendo Direct of mm. like, the quality of life changes <laughs> of Animal Crossing, which I, are like it generators. is. It's, it's honestly, I'm actually mad
4: at it. I'm mad they made that. It is,
0: so, I, really I made so hated many it. I thought mad it was so. That. I thought it was so real.
3: It ruined my day.
4: It's fucking mind boggling to me. Irresponsible content making.
3: I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Quite honestly, I'll go back and I'll watch it later. We'll, but like, we'll, 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 say your thing. Show. We'll, we'll fill you
4: in if you want. Yeah, but it is.
3: It's mind boggling to me what N- Nintendo sits on and doesn't capitalize on. And they're still profitable it it honestly it blows yeah, my it's mind so what they're so able right. to do and how bad they are at it they are honestly yeah. like if we're being objective they are the worst comp- gaming company that exists in this in this day and age in terms of tech in terms of like what the gamers want like in terms of it doesn't of take tech, it doesn't take my
4: ability stuff like that yeah they're, yeah they're it
3: doesn't take away from the show. the platform the games that are great like i don't want to take away from that but like it's fucking mind boggling to me hey, who sits For around every- the table and makes decisions because it, it's fucking it crazy. Really
2: is, yeah. For every amazing announcement that comes from n- Nintendo, they're like, our entire chat system is going to run through your phone. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. You just gave <laughs> right. me a system that makes me portable. Why would you then force right. me to use another device? Guys- why don't you have Do blue? Do you guys remember
4: the Splatoon yeah. 2 headset oh and plug-in peripheral? God. Which had it's almost a, it's almost a Y split. F- one for your phone, one for your like voiceover IP call center headset you had to buy to sit and play. <laughs> call Splatoon center 2. headset, and and you had to buy this thing to be able to talk to people <laughs> while playing Splatoon Two. If you didn't, you know, if you weren't someone who knew what Discord was or anything,
3: why is it so, so complicated? Yeah. Why is it so complicated? Like it's t- it's 2018, Just dude. Anything that has to do 2. with it's,
0: internet it's is gross. barbaric. Anything that has to do with internet, if you play Animal crossing if you want to fr- fly to your friend's island you better carve an extra five minutes out of your whatever play time you have but it's even worse when like there's this exploited market called the turnip stock market whatever and if you decide yeah so when there's eight people on an island and two people are trying to fly right. out while three people are flying in you're standing in one spot for a solid 25 minutes i wish i was exaggerating until you are moving so anywhere bad. my yeah. so but
2: it's 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 crazy this happens every generation like i remember having the the when microsoft showed me what the xbox one menu original menu layout was coming from the 360 menu layout and going why would you do this why would you change it 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 slowed that system down so much having to navigate they spent years having to redesign it i was just like diamond why tv dvr dude tv dvr bro hey i
3: need to be able to plug in my cable
2: box so i can watch tv
3: Dude, you got the input for your fucking antenna, dude. That's why the menu is <laughs> I got the input
2: for my. That shit was not. Uh, I'm glad animating. I put a limit on. Didn't think streaming lot. services were gonna take
3: off. It, it. Listen, man. Don't 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 hate that I leaned in. Like, it's crazy. It's, like, I think about, like, uh, Final Fantasy XI on my PS2 having to buy a hard drive to play it. Like, SOCOM on a PlayStation, I needed to buy, like, an adapter to play online. Like, this this is where Nintendo is currently living. The fact that, like, I needed to go buy a hard drive to play Final Fantasy XI is currently the same example of being able to play an online game on a Switch, which is a current-gen console. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's so, like, I... I don't want to be a same hater concept about I, like
2: storage capacities on consoles where it's
3: like, well, yeah. Warzone takes up 180
2: gigabytes of my Xbox, which is only 500 gig.
3: Yeah. And 75% of them are shaders for the campaign. <laughs> what are you doing?
2: I, I
5: pulled up, I pulled up a tweet that I, that I had saved for, for a while. And it, it's, um, what, uh, this journalist pointed out with, for the Wii U, they decided to go with friend codes again for the wii u generation and switch because they thought that screen names and like names in general would be too confusing for
3: the general public Mm. It's a, it's I saw you post that friend
0: codes will make everything I saw,
3: easier. I saw you post it. I think yeah. it, it's it's crazy to me. One of the one of the worst experiences that I had on the PC was switching from Blizzard Destiny to Steam Destiny because of Steam's friend code, like their coding system. Finding someone on Steam is fucking miserable.
0: Oh my God, I, know when they I send they everyone crazy. a link. There's the, there's no alternative. Right. I just yeah, absolutely. sending them the That's link it. is the best yeah. way. But
3: even That's sending them do. the yeah. link is is like complicated and yeah. and like is is annoying like it if anything the 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 console generation like an xbox or a a ps4 has made it easy to find your friend right like you can find them easily by searching for them and that mostly has to do with the naming structure the fact that there could be 15 different lock and keys on overwatch alone and then it's signified by a number right makes it more complicated it's great for me because i get to keep the name that i like but it's also more complicated for you to find me um but like it's, it's crazy to think that they thought that we were not capable of entering a screen name and finding our friends and thought that a friend code was somehow an Simpler. easier solution to their problem. It just shows how far behind in tech the people around a table are that are making, making decisions. It's crazy. And then again, I still want to buy it. So who am I to, <laughs> to say that it's bad?
2: I mean, I'm a fan of the friend code. Are you? Are you really a fan? 20, 26 characters? On, well, what's <laughs> awesome the time code is officially longer good? than well, you the can Windows link your Twitter installation and, CD.
0: Yeah, but you can link your Twitter, your Facebook, uh, you do. can link your 3DS account to find I your do. friends. So there, there is, that's kind of cool. But Yeah. yeah
3: the Twitter, like, idea the, idea. The Twitter and, and like linking other social media is a good idea. Right, As a streamer, actually,
0: it. it's really annoying because I get like eighteen friend requests a day. Because mm. you know, because like I've got clout, but like you know, I, <laughs> did I really just say that out loud? Yes, I did. <laughs> but it's fine.
3: <laughs> no, but fair. <laughs> what you got? But fair. What are you gonna do? Yeah. But fair. <laughs> if you think about like. it it is a streamer problem right like i was watching somebody play valorant today and and honestly all he was doing was getting bombarded with fucking friend requests and that's gotta be a miserable experience to be honest what what
0: was worse was i felt bad for these streamers especially the smaller ones that before valorant became drops enabled for all streamers um these streamers who were streaming valorant and they're like I have this great view count right now and everyone's watching me and I feel so good. But then they look at their chat and they're like, oh, I want a key. Where's my key? I'm leaving. It's been two minutes. It's I such, don't yeah, have a It's such an
2: interesting, like, and like, that's I gotta
0: probably... be the most, like the biggest kick in the gut for a content creator sure. where it's like, I got this really cool sponsorship opportunity and I'm being used for a key. Yeah. And that's like, like people are, you know,
2: yeah,
5: yeah, he goes like it when yeah, he pops into our chats. Yeah, and some of drops. <laughs> all the first thing uh, he types is drops. I forgot which streamer, like major streamer, it was, but he made a post about like he was looking at all of the listings of the bots that were just streaming twenty four seven streams of yep. these drops, and he's like, Those "You're unimportant. You're just bots. We're here making content. It was just reruns." And he was getting like really frustrated with the fact that these bots so, were streaming. Yeah. Streams. When they were well, trying to actually put legitimate content
0: out. Someone that I streamed Valorant with actually told me that there is a statistical system to it. You have to have a minimum of 50 viewers, and the drops only come once every like two to three hours. But there is a minimum viewership requirement. Like there, there's a lot of unspoken things, but if you, I think it's on Reddit.
5: Yeah, and that's misleading Basically, for people with lower viewership.
0: No, that, that's the thing. It's part of their skeevy, scummy marketing strategy. I, you and I, that I've talked to, to so many Yeah, we've about talked this. about it. I loathe the Valorant marketing, like their strategy, because first they took really good content creators basically exploited them in their communities, took advantage of them because they knew that they could just, you know, these people are only watching to get a key. They're only watching to get something out of it, right? And then also, they opened it up to all streamers. But they're, every game that wants to enable drops on Twitch, they get to they get to set the API up however they want. They have full customization of that. So while I stream Overwatch, I I get drops when I stream Overwatch. Guaranteed every time I stream Overwatch and there's a drops enabled event, I get them because Blizzard's cool like that. But with this Valorant crap, there is an unspoken logistic system to this that they don't want anyone to find out about because, you know, they're there. That's what. That's how. That's how they want it to be. That's how it's designed. And they know what they're doing. But it's only going to last so long. Like I, I'm surprised more people haven't caught on to this yet.
1: Sounds like they're trying to do an exclusivity thing.
0: Like it? but t- it's not exclusive oh, it anymore. Yeah, well, it's yeah, barely I think exclusive anymore. Might
1: have started that way. Yeah. and it's gotten out of control. Yeah, that. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think. On, they know what they're doing. It was
0: smart, but I hate it nonetheless.
3: Yeah, I think on paper it's a good idea. Um, like I, I I still don't see anything wrong with like the traditional like here's our flight system sign up via email you'll be picked randomly <laughs> through a generator like like yes. I I don't see anything wrong with that system like it seems to work like I signed up for for the right. Halo flight system and like I didn't get invited for Reach but I got invited for um, combat involved and now i get to play combat involved and be a part of your flight system and i'm getting to do it for the right reason like realistically like the beta for valorant is very different than a normal beta that's trying to vet you know problems and things like that like valorant is essentially ready for release right it's ready for release Uh, i didn't get to play the copy sure I didn't get to but, play but it, but
0: like, yes. They did, so they their beta was like two days long because it was before, you know what I mean? Like you got like early access, I guess. But I remember getting a drop from JD Courage and I got to play the game earlier than everyone else for like 48 hours. But it's crazy. Like just that's what it is. is like people are just, uh, I don't know. I could just go on and on and on and on. But and I think on the other the side of it. Marketing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, it's it's not I great. Think the, I would agree. <laughs> It I would agree. Really grinds I, but I think my the other side of it is that it serves
0: a business person.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it serves a very specific purpose. Like to your point, Locke, like this is not a get exclusive access for this game to experience this, to do that. It's to build hype. Yeah. It's the Supreme model. You can hate Supreme all you want to, but the reason they're popular is demand. That's literally what drives their entire business model is making something available for a short period of time. Well, it's not mm-hmm. equatable. It's the demand of saying these first few streamers are playing it, like, and it's all the big name people. <laughs> everyone is going to want in on this experience. Not everyone knows and loves, I, obviously. League of Legends is huge, but everyone is playing it. Like no, well, you're, you, of legends are not. But it's it's. I think it's you build sort of, the hype. Yeah, you
0: but imagine being like
2: Doctor Lupa. Yeah. Yeah. Who it's beneficial for. Yeah. It does not, the system does it's not win at air it's not streamers. That's
3: it. not the point. If Halo did this for Master Chief Collection, it would be bigger than what it is. Only those that are very dedicated to playing the game will sign up for an email chain. will know that it even exists to get invited to the flight. But when you compare it to Supreme, like something like Supreme Oreos, you have people third party on eBay making fake Oreo cookies with Supreme logos to try and make money. Yep. Right. You have the same people. Same exact thing. You have people selling fake Valorant codes for people that probably don't even want to play the game. They just want to be a part of the moment. Right. Like I want to be a part of the moment. I
0: got to play beta Valorant. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like
3: all they do not that it is. It's it's an awful system. It really she- is.
0: As someone like, if I were someone like Dr. Lupo and, you know, or like, okay, I don't want to like single any particular streamer out. Let's say I was some big streamer, you know, and I had a really awesome community that I valued really highly. And I know Dr. Lupo has a really great community that he adores and cherishes and like King Goth, you know, the whole, every streamer values their community in some regard. But if I, like, imagine... These streamers who have people in chat saying things like, yeah, I've been watching for two minutes ever, and I just got a Valorant key, and then some guy that's got, like, a 15-month sub on the channel who's been lurking him since the first time he went live-streaming Valorant still doesn't have a key. Like there i just feel like i don't know i just feel like there's a lot
5: No, it's, of- it's, it's something
3: frustrating yeah, it's a now. good point like if you think yeah. about like yeah. like take someone as like, big as summit right kind of
0: a deal. yeah
3: like take someone as big as summit right averages mm-hmm. playing sea of thieves right playing sea of fucking thieves this man right. gets 40 to 50k yeah. viewers yeah playing a game where he sails across the ocean, he gets 50,000 people watching him. Right?
0: Firing cannonballs, that's right. Awesome. So so yeah. he
3: goes up to 200k. 200,000 people are watching him play the Valorant yep. Data. First of all, it's got to feel great. Like in some regard, that's got to feel amazing, right? All he gets to see in chat is people, you know, fucking exclamation point drop, exclamation point key, exclamation point beta, whatever the fuck they're doing. But to your point, like that's not true viewership. Right. No. And and it's not engaging. It's not in any capacity what he wants to be doing. He wants to be playing the game and he wants people to be able to get into the game. But he wants his viewers to be able to get into the game. He doesn't want you know, all of these bots, all of these random people joining the channel that are only going to be there for the length of the time that he plays Valorant, right? There's not 200,000 people watching him play sea of thieves anymore. If he had a 200,000 people viewer base, they would be watching him shoot cannonballs out at another fucking ship. He would be, they would be watching him shoot me and diamond on our two man ship. Right. And and they're not doing that. Right. Right. He's down to his normal viewership. So it, it, Twitch really needs to look inward, which they won't do. Twitch needs to look inward and say, okay, our drop system does not work. Maybe our drop system works for skins. It works for emotes. It works for other cosmetic based things, but it doesn't work for betas. It doesn't work for games. It doesn't work for these other things, Um, but they won't because all it did was drive viewership, which drove sponsorship, which drove income and money. So they, they won't. So, so I would agree. That's my point. It's like, so then what,
2: what then is the definition that the drop system didn't work w- would you say that it didn't work on in on different scales so it obviously doesn't work for I the think, smaller streamer i think the problem is it, it in general it
5: is working because it's generating viewership and it's generating word of mouth and it's also doling out keys at a whatever it, rate that they try
1: it right it's working Supreme, well, yeah, I Supreme think, is working I too, doing his job. Yeah, the cookies are ninety two thousand no, on eBay.
3: I think, I think Valorant, quite honestly, is an anomaly. I think we would need to see an example post Valorant because Valorant already had a ton of hype prior to Twitch drops. Like, if we're being honest, like. Us as a community were excited for it before we knew Twitch drops were the way that you were going to get into the beta. Like we were talking about it for months, right? So if you if you take that against every community, every gamer that was excited for this game, well, then Twitch drops just amplified that. And then all those that just watched Twitch to be a part of the hype then bought into it. Right. So. I think Twitch Drops works. I think we need a good example following Valorant to see if the model is sustainable because there's not many people turning into Warframe streams to get the Warframe skin, right? There's not a lot of people doing it for the Overwatch skin, right? Like that's not why people turn in tune into those games. So I think that model may work while it didn't work for a beta like this. They could they could change it for for future betas if they decide to do it this way, but I think it would really depend on what we see post Valorant because it did not work for Valorant. It was honestly it was it was miserable for for Valorant for the larger community. What are you gonna say, Felix? It's an eight pack
1: of cookies, the Supreme Oreos. It's eleven thousand five hundred dollars per cookie. That's got the front door because it was ninety two thousand dollars for a Supreme pack of Oreos on.
0: Yeah, you're just gonna
1: eat and. You know, uh, I wouldn't eat them. I would get them, and put them in a closet, but <laughs> and let them appreciate
4: in value. It's, yeah. it's the it's the resale. They didn't sell for that. They probably sold for like hundred bucks or something. That's
1: insane. I don't.
4: Yeah, I don't it's God. on eBay.
1: No, no, no. They yeah. sold for eight bucks. Eight
4: bucks. Eight dollars. Yeah. Dollar cookie. Supreme has done dumb shit like that. They sell bricks. Right they sold. Uh, yeah, they, they, bricks. sold like, they sold like a flamethrower. They sold like like a tricycle. Like they have clothing, but they always have like the dumb thing. They put their, old, put their label and on And that shit, close shit to the roof. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: So uh, how are we doing, guys? This is a hell of a, a chat here, but we're, I know, we're man. pushing we're, it. We're, actually, yeah. we're coming up on two hours. I we're know. Right now, it's 47. It flew
0: right by. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah it flew right, right by. When good when discussion. When you're just
0: partying.
4: But, uh, <laughs> it's been a vibe for sure. Yeah. We I don't work. want to start the sign off. No, no. We're we not doing that guys, until the other two
1: people come back. Yeah.
4: Uh, I, got, there. I think I make, I'm
1: still here. I'm just eating. I think I got to make it a third because I need to piss. I, I, it's, it's, it's fran- I'm just going to be frank. It's okay. Yeah. We're all taking turns. Okay. Keep talking because now I'm going to get up.
3: <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. I had to do what I had to do, dude. Don't, don't hate.
4: Don't hate. Now, what kind of pizza you got there, dude? Pizza. Pizza. um,
2: it's four cheese with um, uh, Fiji Fire sauce.
4: Hell yeah! I love Dude, living like the people's foods. Right now, I've been good with making food, but I haven't had anything prepped this week, so I had to have ice cream for dinner. So maybe tomorrow I can Jeez. get my life together. Here's the um, here's the question: Living a dream, man. My my editing
2: structure is on point.
0: <laughs> Wait,
2: so I think you and I
0: while we're on have to have talk chairs.
2: about.
4: Bringing our, our, our project. I've the been thinking a lot problem. about project. Dude, I think it might need a little bit of a shift in uh, in focus because, mm-hmm. or maybe not. I mean, maybe we just rip on destiny instead of talking about like. I'm still waiting for the invite. Please do it. Just just rip the bandit off. Yeah, I've been I've been waiting to eat a
3: fucking hot dog, and talk about. Well, Christmas. I don't want
4: to name names, but uh, there was there were locations that uh, would not respond to i uh, I'm not plant. saying it's your fault. I'm just saying, I'm ready, and I'm. There. I'm ready too, dude. I'm very ready. I think this concept could slap. I've been watching a I'm lot of ready. Bourdain, too, and I'm like, you know what, oh, dude? It's so
2: good. Are you coming around to my? <sighs> we could be are you good. coming around to my? To so your what? My way of thinking. That what? was my original thought. Was Bourdain? Bourdain? Did I been on the Bourdain yeah. wave?
3: Dude, he's. Oh, we can Bourdain man, the lockdown man. man. I miss that man, dude.
2: I know it's real sad. So, so Amy, dude. so Amy got me a gift for my birthday. I do not cry very often. She got me danger close to it. She got me Anthony Bourdain's uh, his uh, personal cookbook. Oh, wow, dude. Which I was like, almost, she almost got me. It was close.
0: That's a good gift. I didn't, yeah, that's a really good gift. I might have to look into that because my husband's a mm. big chef too.
4: I uh, just, man, I watched his Beirut episode yesterday. That's what I'd never seen. I somehow skipped it. I own the season, too. But, man, just the way he like talks about how dangerous that city is, but like he makes you want to go there, and how yeah. it walks the fine line of, like, you know, Western culture versus the super, super traditional Muslim lifestyle, and just the way he, like, gathers around an essence Yeah, of, of he's visiting and shows yeah. you all the edges. And he then, also has know, this,
0: like, subjective, like, view and appreciation of every culture. Like, he just, like, you know what I mean? Like, he throws all bias out the window, like, when you you know, if you've ever been in like a Facebook group for like food cultures where it's like, Oh, I could yeah. never eat that. You know, like there's so much like gross bias out there in like the food world and
4: yeah you so have good. to have like kind of like yeah. a, a pure yeah. he did open mind to be able to experience yeah. and, yeah.
0: Stuff. and, and the, he, Anthony, did, he had that. Yeah.
2: Anthony Bourdain understood that you as a viewer were never going to travel to Vietnam. Yeah. But he also knew That that does not mean that Vietnam does not have something of value for you as a person. I watched the episode where he went into the jungles of Vietnam and they were cooking up something called blood soup. And I was like, that sounds disgusting. They literally kill a chicken. They they all the blood comes out and then they put it in a big old pot and then they squirt. It's like limes and other citrus fruits and they stir it for six hours. And that is the broth they use. Wow! And he ate it and said it was—it's one of the best things I've ever tasted. So that it doesn't coagulate and thicken. And I was like, yeah. "What? What? Why?" <laughs> but it exists, and I think a lot of people that don't travel outside the country—just
0: people that a are filter of fantasy—that is yeah. someone
2: created because you've never been there. So like, well, yeah, when you hear something people- like that, you go, "That—that's not possible."
0: Yeah, like it's like like vegans and people with very strict dietary beliefs, and then they they've never once ever had to question where their next meal was coming from. So, you know, like if you had to get protein from a rat off the street and cook it like whatever, like you don't get, you know, and there's vegans that will judge people for doing that because I, I won't go on that whole spiel because there are obviously like vegans who have their own ethical reasonings for choosing the diet that they do but it's just everyone feels like what they know is what's right and that Mm -hmm. applies to so many other aspects it applies to video game development it applies to all kinds of other things um like, we could talk about the escape from Tarkov and their development decision about not including girls in the game because that's not, you know, like, if we want to stay on topic of video games. But it's just, <laughs> I don't know.
5: There are no girls <laughs> in the game? You can't, there are no female multi vendors. It's
0: not Only realistic vendors. because girl, like, Russian. Yeah. It,
5: yeah. Yeah. Their statement was it's like, it's not. Framing. Yeah. It was like their statement was like, oh, it's not. It's not. Realistic enough to have their those them modeled in the game to play as essentially. Whatever they might have walked it back, I believe. Yeah, but that was like a that was a point of contention at the time.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't remember the exact um, the exact time frame of it. Uh, I think the the most recent thing I read was they. I don't know if it was a backtrack, but they said that they didn't have the development time to create female models
1: oh that's what the, um, that's what ufc said when it first came out <laughs> well sure when they when the first one came out the first ufc came out they said they didn't have time to develop uh female uh uh mma
3: <laughs> they didn't have enough time to find no enough, time uh, there's no time there's yeah. just second, the second the second game had them the things.
1: second game had them but in the first game they so we have
3: we have an abundance of time right now during quarantine not enough time normally
5: yeah, so much time now Dude, like <laughs> assassin's creed at one point was like we just don't ha- we just don't know how to animate female yeah yeah that's what they said models yeah, yeah. yeah
0: we can was, animate you know the guy that, bones, that was like years uh, ago yeah oh i was gonna say i i know we're not talking about odyssey
1: no no definitely <laughs> not no this is like this is like 20- yeah, this is like this is old yeah. <laughs> i was gonna
0: say definitely not recent no
1: odyssey things. was criticized for um Uh, Forcing people into a uh, heteronormative uh, relationship uh, in their uh, DLC. DLC. So you played the whole game and you chose to play the character as not heteronormative. And then you got into the DLC and they said, oh, now you're in a heteronormative relationship.
5: (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) It's funny. All all these games (laughs) are always, there's always some criticism to be had with anything, right? Uh, That
2: shit's already started they said uh, with uh, Valhalla they announced that you could choose male or female and they're like well in Viking culture no females are not warriors and I was like
3: this I haven't even seen gameplay for this
2: thing K- yet Kittaku, uh, was uh, this? Problem. it was either uh, Polygon
3: please. also also have you seen the Vikings TV show because yeah. you would absolutely know that there were there were uh, shield maidens so let's be let's be honest here but,
1: but you really I love Viking culture guys was it Kotaku or was it Polygon's article who were responding to that and they immediately i've never seen it uh, like a professional article Write uh, somebody's making this argument again and it is total bullshit is the title of the article
3: <laughs> sure. yeah i love yeah, it I loved it it's the problem with the internet They're like
2: man. there are no women on the field when the vikings play so i don't understand <laughs> the
3: problem is here
2: i watch the vikings every week sense. bro I don't there. see a single yeah. woman. What are you talking about? I don't see a single
4: woman on the field. Not, play all all not one in Minnesota. <laughs> not a single one. So we were Locking waiting for
1: everyone to c- gather back for sign-offs. Are we ready to do that? I think we're about to because we're, we're
4: about at two hours.
1: Yeah, yeah, nice I'm ready right to now. shoot some oh, people yeah. in the
4: face. So, yeah, good. Well, this is it's Felix really
1: Hergood. Good. At Felix Hergood, wherever. You know twitter twitch mixer i do like mixer and twitch at the same time and i play a bunch of different games and right now i'm currently playing assassin's creed odyssey Uh, bioshock i played i did a stream of that i still have that installed (laughs) and occasionally uh, a throwaway game of mlb the show
4: dude only one game at a time dude. i'll tell you man you are you carrying the Phillies because they can't play right now. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Yo, 94. Okay, I'm surprised. 94, 94 and
1: 23, man. 94 say, rec- and 23. 94
4: and I'm, 23. I'm
2: genuinely surprised that there aren't more baseball fans. Like, do you the get on depth, WIP a little know. i looking for, for the show. Win
3: loss. Dude, I hope the show is a great want. game. It's a great it game. It really
1: is. Yeah. Yeah, I love hitting I'm, home. I'm runs thankful that
3: it's not a PS4, it's not a PlayStation exclusive anymore. Mm-hmm. wonderful yeah it'll be coming but Yeah, too. only one one game at a time for you because your blood pressure can't take it <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, that? Uh, it's coming it's 2022, 2022. M- 2022. ML- MLB announced that it's no longer exclusive to PlayStation so any game, any game they release which the show will continue to be the franchise um, won't be a PlayStation exclusive anymore so we'll see because uh, Xbox before had some weird backyard baseball fucking Remember, the 2K, 8. It,
2: was 2K. Yeah, it was the 2K. Uh, yeah, they had 2K8, which was which was lit, and then that was it. Yeah, 2K8 had adaptive commentary; it was fucking baller. Mm. And they couldn't do it anymore
4: the What's adaptive Zero, commentary?
1: Wait, sorry, never mind. Come on, Go dude. Trip. Really? Go trip. Go trip. Go trip
4: uh this is trip zero you guys can find me on mixer.com slash trip zero tv my stream schedule is kind of up in the air right now because i just started a new job and we're in training and we don't have set schedules so that's going to be a kind of amorphous situation so what you want to do is follow me on twitter because i'm always on twitter and i'm always talking about what's going on it's the same thing trip zero tv we when i last streamed on monday we were in the middle of final fantasy 7 the original uh, right, we went to that right after the remake. So, uh, come through whenever that happens next if you want spoilers for the remake part two because they're in abundance on my stream exclusively. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll be going with more fun stuff after that because uh, everyone knows Destiny's dead. So,
3: Destiny, <laughs>
4: there, rip, dude. Rip
3: you're not, hold on, hold on. Hey, you're you are not, not you're ready. ready. You're not ready. You're dude. not
4: ready. Dude, I'm not September, ready. September is gonna come. Luke said.
3: Luke's, Luke's going to come said, in September and he's going to open up your wallet and he's going to fucking take the money out of it. Not, said,
4: you're not fucking and you're ready, not ready. Right on that inner floor. You know, I almost, I almost want
3: to be so fucking spiteful. Like I'm almost prepared enough to be so spiteful that I won't do it just because I want to fucking get in an argument over Twitter with them <laughs> that I won't, sure. I won't pay them. My, I won't give them my money.
5: Let me make my popcorn and I will oh, watch
3: God. I've tried so many times. They don't engage me. I'm going to try harder. Neo, where can we find you?
5: Find me at Neo Yoshi on Twitch and Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter. Um, streaming all the time now. It's what I do. Um, go to the Emerging Gamer podcast um, and uh, on YouTube and find our spoiler cast of the remake, Final Fantasy VII mm. Remake. We just posted that this past week on there. Um, check out Pause Your Game, a place that I like to stream with as well, we, this past weekend, we raised a lot of money for them. It was a really good cause and a really good weekend of streaming for Pause Your Game. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah, it was a really good time. um I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, I have yet to wax my chest and get my head cut. You better.
4: The I, is, I donated to the cause, have, so I would see all of those this things. This
0: weekend, that's happening this it, weekend. What? Happening?
4: Yeah. Very confused <laughs> for a couple seconds. It was he, had, he, awesome. had, he had some
3: donation markers.
4: Therein he had some donation says, markers. Yeah, he really yeah.
0: no background to that at all. He just. I yeah, did. So
3: one of them. One of them was. Uh, get my head cut. I've never. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting, he's getting
0: got,
2: my head cut and
1: my chest waxed. Woo-hoo.
2: I've also never heard my <laughs> like, head cut. That's all he said.
3: His hairs. His His hair. His hairs are getting cut.
1: These explicit, his uh, hairs like this?
5: his chest hair is being pulled, this and and yeah. all
3: this, this is how Well, no one's had a haircut in a while, so he's just benefiting True. from this, to be honest. I, I, his honestly, chest, I mean, however, is gonna is gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. God, I'm yeah. so yeah. scared. I'm, I'm so Diamond so Jab. Diamond Jab. Where can we find you?
2: Uh, you can find me everywhere: uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch TV forward slash Diamond Jab. Uh, you can find me on YouTube as well. Uh, I stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. I got C Steve's with you and a couple friends tomorrow night. Uh, and then I have Anthem on Friday. On Friday on my YouTube channel, there's also going to be um, the first video of my lore library series. We're going to be rewinding back and taking a look at Lucifer from the Sider series and how the developers have essentially shaped that character uh, in that universe and how that differentiates from how religion uh, um, presents Lucifer as well and how uh, a lot of the motivations in the game have certain similarities to how religion paints him. So uh, it's mm-hmm. a, it's an interesting piece. I'm really excited to kind of put it out there. But yeah, so that'll be on the YouTube uh, Friday at 10 a.m. So
3: Subscribe to Diamond Jab on YouTube. Nice. Do it. Do it. Do Estras, it. where can we find you?
0: You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at s You can also find me on the Pause Your Game Twitch channel. It's actually PauseYourGame.org. And like I said earlier in the show, Thursday, May 21st at 7.30 p.m., we are debuting our very own podcast called The Barking Lot. We're going to be talking Mm -hmm. about all Mm -hmm. things Animal Rescue and how the gaming population might just be able to put an end to unnecessary euthanasia in kill mm. shelters across the nation. So please be sure to tune in. We're going to also be doing some really cool giveaways on our Twitter account, which is at pause your game. We may just be giving a copy of, we, we're giving away a copy of animal crossing. Possibly. We're also going to be giving away an a hundred dollar gift card to any platform e-shop of your choice. So that's, uh, nintendo playstation xbox or steam and mm-hmm. uh yeah we have we we like giving cool stuff away so uh definitely subscribe to that all that stuff and uh yeah you'll you'll learn a thing or two uh, i'm really excited nice. to be involved with this cause and i'm really happy that you guys are on board with us as well so thank you guys
3: yeah, course. absolutely and is that on is that itunes we could check out the podcast on itunes so we
0: we are definitely planning on uploading it to apple Podcasts, spotify uh we will be uploading the vods to youtube as well to the pause your game youtube channel so be on the lookout for that but like i said our twitter channel is where we'll be posting all those updates so yeah, yeah.
3: Awesome. Um, this is Lock and Key signing off. Um, the only thing I got for you is Twitter. You can find me there yelling at somebody normally. Um, Damage. Hopefully um, it's for something good. Sometimes it's not. I'm an angry father that takes out his frustration of his child on gaming companies and <laughs> and companies at large. It's um, a brand, so sure.
2: That's yeah. the Yeah, that's the gist of a YouTube series right
3: there. It's good. Yeah. I normally get free things when I yell at companies on Twitter because I don't want bad press. So it's it's been it's been a lucrative business for me as of yet. But find me uh, find me on, on Twitter if I ever go live. Um, I do have a mixer and Twitch channel that I go live to. But if I were to go live, uh, you would you would see that tweet go out. So just follow me on Twitter at lock underscore key. Uh, thank you, Diamond Jab. Thank you, S. Ribs, for joining. We appreciate Thanks. you joining this episode of 250. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Always a pleasure. It was a great episode. Uh, we will see all of y'all next week for 251. Thanks for joining.
1: Thank Later. You. Bye.
3: Yeah, you're doing Holy the whole shit. thing where you're back, where you're back a year again.
1: Oh, so you're on a website. And uh, I'm not. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on so was right. org, so I was right. So I was fucking right. So I Oscar, I'm you on Oscars. Oscar.
3: You asked me 1990
1: and I said driving Miss Daisy thinking it was 89, but that was right.
3: You were right. Batman, yeah. Obviously. If you get if you get another one right, <laughs> I'll buy you a new hat. Okay. Oh, <laughs> 2000 2002. What was the best picture? <sighs> Fuck. Ooh, this was great. What were
5: the movies? That that beautiful
3: Mind. You were right. It's a <laughs> new shit.
0: <laughs>